What's up, Videolanders? I'm Brad. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ryan. Welcome to Adventures in Videoland number 205. Tonight's episode will be titled MCU Heroes. I have lived most of my life surrounded by my enemies. I would be grateful to die among my friends. Whatever happens tomorrow, you must promise me one thing. That you will stay who you are. Not a perfect soldier, but a good man. <laughs> I still believe in heroes! <laughs> is my Samuel Jackson getting any better? It's know. not. You, you don't have one it's good no, impression, Brad. Really you don't. He, he doesn't even realize, does he? My impressions. No, no I, I do. They're I think awful. you might. They're legendary. <laughs> Not like, in a good like, way. When like this that, podcast is over, I'll show you my Bruce Willis. Like the, it's the best. Like the dialect you had to cut out of the last podcast because it was so offensive. Does he even... Does he even... <laughs> oh, I'm a German man! Uh, pretty close, actually, actually. That's not that terrible. It was pretty was, close to I that. I was trying to do a bad Chinese how impression. Does, how does Samuel Jackson say that in the first Avengers? He's like... I still believe in heroes. Or does, he, does he put some stank on it? I don't remember. I think it was a very stoic line. Yeah. yeah. It was more like, I was, still believe in heroes. It wasn't, <laughs> I still believe in heroes, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. Nope. So tonight, with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 releasing in just a few days, is that tomorrow By night? By one day. Yeah, I'm saying whenever tomorrow, tomorrow, you release tomorrow this. night. Wow, so releasing in just a, a night... A day's night. A fortnight. A day's, day's night. A day's journey. One moon. We figured tonight would be a great time to talk about our MCU heroes. We will talk about the future of our heroes. We'll talk about recycled characters. We'll talk about buddy films and much, much more. And afterwards, we will talk about some movie news, some trailer talk, and conclude with what we've been watching this week. Remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. Critics with attitude. Absolutely we are. Uh, we say fuck and piss. Those so, two, the two things hear, we say. You might hear us something, say something like, God damn, I hope they don't do that to my fucking hero in right. Phase 4. Yeah. You might hear us say something like that. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. You may hear dick, cock, cum. A lot that of stuff. may happen. Those three things. Those yeah. three things. In that order. Which we tend to stay on the male side for some we reason. We do. Yeah. You know. We don't so, use the C word a whole lot. I didn't even say I'm it right there. I'm offended by that. I'm offended by that. <laughs> I didn't even so say if you don't there. like so, any of that, yeah. this is what you're getting in tonight's podcast. Take hands. Yes. Never, there's gonna be spoilers too. Like, totally yeah. spoilers. but if you haven't watched any of these fucking Marvel movies, like, what are you doing? Even yeah. listening to this, like, yeah. we whip uh, it out. We just don't fuck. whip out the spoilers. <laughs> we whip it out. We put it in your face and we rub it under your nose. Yeah. Okay. That's what we do with the spoilers. So, and you know, there's some podcasts. I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> and we just got started. Yeah. yeah. There's some podcasts out there that do a spoiler-free conversation, and uh -huh. then they do. A spoiler conversation. We don't got time for that <laughs> no. shit. They don't have time to listen to this this podcast. As why would we do two? Right? Can yeah, you imagine? We'd be shut down. Oh yeah, yeah. The time <laughs> cops. The time cops would shut <laughs> us down. <laughs> shut down like we're like some fucking pirate radio station. <laughs> we're like, like giving out government yeah. secrets. Or we'll something. We'll be doing this podcast in the middle of the fucking ocean, sir. Trying to steal our voice. <laughs> so let's live in the moment, guys. Zip.
<laughs> All right. It is raining tonight, so hopefully you don't get drowned out. I, I hope you do mm-hmm. here. I hope it sets the mood like you're in fucking Gotham, just yes. standing over us, watching oh, yeah. us put on this play of words. So let's start tonight's conversation with the MCU's biggest hero, Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man. There are some rumors of an Iron Man 4 going into the next phase so what are your thoughts on that? And I guess Kevin Feige has said that he doesn't even know if they're going to call it a phase four. He doesn't know what he's going to call it yet. So, But whatever it is, do you want to see a fourth installment of Iron Man, Kyle? Sure. Uh, like People rag on RDJ because we see him in all of these fucking movies. But you know what? He's still consistently the most entertaining person in these movies. He's consistently... The person that's putting the most character development into his actual character. He's the one who seems like he still gives a shit when he's on screen every single time. And I, you know, I, I like having him around. His character not only is is a strong catalyst for everyone else and, and what they're going through um, and helps drive plot, but it's also one that's still enjoyable to fucking watch. When was Iron Man 1? Was that 2008? Yeah, 2008. Wow. So, yeah, I think if there's anybody that's done the work, put in the work, um, if anybody gets a fourth installment out of all of these heroes, you know, in Marvel... RDJ is the guy if, who gets the fourth If, if he failed with that first movie, we wouldn't be here talking about this right now. Exactly. Yeah. I think two and three aren't that great, so I would, in my opinion, so I would love to see him come back and just nail one out of the park before mm. he's done with his own solo movie, you know, in my opinion. What do you think, Ryan? I'm all about it. I have zero problem with an Iron Man 4. I, I have heard of people are getting, you know, stark fatigue or whatever. Brian Steele, I believe, is one yes. of those guys. <laughs> I, think he's getting, I think he's getting Marvel fatigue. I think Maybe. <laughs> or he's just jealous. He's just but, jealous. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but either way, I, uh, you know, it's funny. I don't, I, I don't find Tony Stark that interesting. Like, but he's... He's still he's always entertaining, like you said, always entertaining, and um, and he serves as this great thread through everything. I love what it looks like they're doing with Spider-Man with him. I love how they've kept him um, pretty integral to the stuff that he's in. You know, he's an important part of all the movies that he shows up in, and I, I think it's great. I'm I just I just don't have a problem with it. I mean, he he doesn't steal the show oh. all the time, and so I just I just don't see a problem from the very beginning. Um, Iron Man 2 aside, because, you know, I'm okay with it now, but the way S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of took over Iron Man 2, the kind of Mm -hmm. set up for all that, at the time I was kind of bugged, you know, bugged by it, but Brad, you and I have talked endlessly, I'm like, throw me as many threads as you want, connect things as often as you want, Yeah, and that's where I, that's my guess, I know we'll get into this later, but that's my guess when they're talking about quote-unquote, no phase four or whatever. It's just going to yeah. be like, all right, guys, you know, we, we've kind of said everything, and now we can just kind of roll like the comic books. It's like, that's phase sure. 1.2. Well, let's, <laughs> let's talk about that for a yeah. minute, because um, you don't get in, into the studio too often. So we got mm-hmm. Ryan here tonight. You're a huge MCU fan. Um, so, yeah, do you, like, there's a rumor that there might even, I hope this isn't the case, they've done a lot of legwork. By the time phase four comes around, we're going to be in 20-some films. Is that right? Oh it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a, a lot. lot. You don't want them just to reset, do you, and start recasting Iron Man and Captain America? It's too much legwork, right? I, you know, I'd I'm be not, upset if I'm, they did that. I'm not too worried about it. I, it, it there's obviously a, a, a logistical and contractual reasons right. to do it. It makes sense business wise, 
But um, the good, the really good thing about this, even if they do do a soft reset of the universe, um, I trust Marvel now to figure out a way to do it that it makes sense. They're not just going to drop a new actor in and be like, this is the new Tony Stark. Deal with it. Yeah. Like they've had to in the past. And I'm sure will still happen. Well, if, yeah, if they but just... We've gotten sprinkles of other heroes later. So yeah. it's not yeah. like we're only stuck with the same people we had by Avengers 1. Yeah. No, we've gotten Black Panther. And they brought oh. Spider-Man back in. We've got, you know, uh, Vision and Ant-Man and, and all this shit happening. Yeah. Doctor Strange. I, so I, would feel, I would feel completely shortchanged if they give us the Black Panther movie. That's badass, right? Mm-hmm. And then Phase 4 comes around and they're mm-hmm. like, well, we're done now. We're resetting. It's like, dude, I just had one story with Black oh, yeah. Panther that was yeah. badass. You're, you fucked yeah. me. I don't. I think I'm. I'm really interested to see what they do with these Infinity movies and and all of that. Thanos comes in with his magic glove and I mean, resets the universe. When you, when you have that to mess with, I mean, shit. Even the stuff Doctor Strange introduced alone mm-hmm. has a lot of potential to do all kinds of stuff. So I feel even if they reset it, they can just mix it up. It's like. Oh, you've still got a contract for three movies? Okay, cool. You're still Iron Man. Meet the new Captain America. You guys are going to have fun together, right. you know, and then maybe, you know, in 10 years, you know, hey, we'll pull Chris Evans back in and have him be old man Cap or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I just I feel like I feel like they'll find a, organic ways to do it. Um that makes sense. I'm sure. Look, I'm also sure that they will just drop in new actors when they have to. I'm. I don't think they're afraid to do it. You know, but I think but. there's so many good heroes out there. Heroes that we haven't even tapped into yeah. yet. I honestly think that you don't have to recast. I think that you can retire Iron Man. Exactly. Like, I think there's right now, or at least recently, there was a um, a female Iron Man. You mm-hmm. know. So you know, I think that you know you can bring in someone like that. They find the suit, whatever. I, I don't know, but I think there's yeah. other ways. To incorporate new characters, oh, yeah. and you got a great lineup. I wouldn't care for ten years. We just had Black Panther, yep. Vision, um, Star Lord, and Ant Man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think there's a, a strong enough cast there. Yeah, you're gonna miss some cap. Sure. But I've, I said last week, and if you're listening to this tonight, and you're like, oh, I think they've hit on this, and a couple episodes ago, or you, we hit on this in movie news. We have. We always talk movie news. We try to update everybody, um, and we have you know done like Phase Four centric episodes. But tonight's kind of like the. The, the one stop here, get all the information yeah. on just your hero. So we're going to be hitting a lot of stuff that we have talked about yeah. and stuff that we haven't. Um, and you talked about this last week with me, didn't you, about resetting characters? Sure. Did we bring that up yeah, in movie we, news? Yeah, we talked about that a yeah. little bit. So it's like, I don't, I don't want them to do that. I think there's enough characters there. Okay, yeah. I mean, okay, Marvel did not pay, what, or Disney did not pay whatever they did for Marvel mm-hmm. for just ten fucking characters. Yeah. You know, they have a wheelhouse of fucking characters out there. And, and real quick, just to clarify my, my previous stuff, is it, that's what I mean by organic. Like they'll find another way to pass the mantle if they really, really, really want to keep a Captain a Captain America character. They can, you know. Okay, fine. Obviously, the obvious example is Bucky or Sam Wilson. You'll pass yeah. it there. Both now, those are great choices. You still have the Cap name, but it doesn't matter. You have a total. You have a different character that you can go off of, and they don't even need to. They've done such a great job of building out their stable of interesting heroes. Yeah. And the great thing is. All of them, like, (laughs) the contrast that you see where you have, oh, I have this real serious character and I have this irreverent character and I have the demigods. I mean, it it, it just doesn't matter. Like, oh, you want to drop Thor? It's fine. We still got Vision. Yeah. So, you know, we have the super powerful people up here. All these things can cross over and really you've got kind of main archetypes with their own little individual things. Like, Ant-Man has a family. Mm -hmm. Well, so does Hawkeye. So, you have multiple 
characters to pull from, you can mix and match if you want to get interpersonal conflict or contrast or odd couple type situations. Like, they're set. Yeah. And they aren't even halfway on a... They just started introducing characters. They can pull from yeah. all over the place. I'm not worried about it because I think that they have what they need to have fun, dynamic, yeah. um, interesting characters put together yeah. playing off each other for... And, and Cap is the easy one if you do want to continue a Captain America kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you said, there's, you know, you got Sam Wilson, which uh, when I stopped reading comics last year, just because I couldn't fucking afford it because I'm that guy, I just can't read four characters. <laughs> I, want, I read the whole Marvel lineup and I'm fucking broke. So I just had to stop. Um, but one of my favorite comics of last year was Captain America Sam Wilson. I was like, I, mm-hmm. I completely dug that, you know? Um, and then there was an older Captain America in that even. So mm-hmm. I, there's so many routes <laughs> they can go that I hope they just don't reset just because their their main stable is getting old, yeah. fuck that. I, I would say look at it like like a sports dynasty. Like okay, so like you've got mm. your core set of team, like and you have to draft people in every once in a while. And, you know, you might have you know Captain America as your quarterback, but you got to draft a Bucky Rogers to sit behind him for when Cap decides to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to play smart if you want to keep that dynasty and keep building. And you're you know you may have drafted Iron Man and Captain America at the same time, but you know Iron Man he's he's going to play a little bit longer or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Like you yeah. have to have a backup ready to go in yeah. case that person is gone. And I think they. They've done that well enough. Or you here. just wrap really it and you, you wrap it and you sell it differently. You uh, mm-hmm. sell it as the new Avengers, you know, mm-hmm. which they even titled. They what? They, didn't they say in the last Avengers they kind of hinted towards the new Avengers? Well, you I know? mean, at the end of and we're split right now. Yeah, because at the end of Age of Ultron, I mean, that was it. It's like yeah. we got a new team. They're not as great as the old yeah. team. Well, let's whip them into shape. Yeah. Here's there your you new Avengers. And then you sell that, <laughs> or you can sell it as, you know, like, we have Doctor Strange now, we're getting into some darker elements. Mm-hmm. You you sell it as the Illuminati, and you give just the Avengers a rest for a while, <laughs> right. you know? So you got a different things you can do. But uh, back to the Iron Man 4 real quick, something I wanted to bring up was the Marvel one-shot, Hell to the King, you know, it showed that the real Mandarin is out there. Mm-hmm. And I would love oh. to see that story, you know, because I felt kind of cheated um, you know, I, I'm not a big Iron Man three fan. I think honestly, I'd probably rather watch Iron Man two. I don't know about you guys, before I think three. I, Iron Man three grows on you the more you watch. See, it. See, I try to go back, and I just I get pissed at certain things with Iron Man three. Iron Man two was the one that I didn't like for the longest time, and then I think I did like a that uh, one's grown on me a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I, I really still have like I still have issues too. with it, but any day of the Certainly. week, I would rather watch Iron Man two than three. There's just a bunch of crap there. I mean, I like uh, uh, what's his name who plays the uh, the fake Mandarin. Oh, uh, Ben Kingsley. Yeah, he's great. And I want to see great. what happened. Yeah, what happened to him? I yeah. would love to see him popping up, just being crazy. You know, yeah. I think I think we, that's a missed opportunity there. But uh, staying on our heroes, um, I think that uh, you could have that Iron Man four. You know, present him because Mar- uh, the Mandarin is a heightened character that would have been weird for Iron Man two, Iron Man three. But now right. that we have Guardians of the Galaxy, we have Doctor Strange. You can you can include storylines like that now. So yeah, I'm I'm all about that. Uh, something else that we kind of hit on, but I want to bring some clarity to it, is there's a, after the Homecoming trailer, a lot of people said it was too much Tony Stark. You know, if, if we're not getting the solo movie, do you mind him? And we kind of hit on this, but just bring clarity to it. Do you care if he's just sprinkled in all over the place? I, I is that too much? I, I think that trailer is just showing pretty much everything uh-huh. that Tony Stark is in uh, to go... Hey kids, look, Iron Man and Spider Man yep. as a team. Even though it's Spider-Man's it's gonna be Spider Man's movie, and we're gonna have Iron Man in a couple scenes, but yeah. he's he's not gonna be as threaded into it as the trailer made it seem. Yeah, yeah. he'll be yeah he'll he'll be very important. He'll be a 
I think I, I think I mentioned this on the group too, but um, he'll he'll be a catalyst. He'll be a motivation. Sure. For for Tom Holland, you know, yep. a reinforcement of the things I he's trying think to that's prove. Brilliant. I do too. It's it's just it's it's just the right amount. It's long form storytelling. Exactly. It makes perfect sense to do that. And and, and again, and it informs so much of Tony's character. This yep. is one thing about Tony that's interesting is that he has a trilogy of movies, and if they don't do a four. The idea is that Iron Man's basic arc is done. Well, it's like, maybe. I suppose maybe. He went from, I guess, you know, at the end of three, it's like, okay, I don't have the thing in my chest anymore, mm-hmm. and I'm confident in who I am. Yeah. I don't need the suit and whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's, okay, I get it. That's Blows a complete, up all of his fucking suits only to get another suit. That's a complete arc. But then, I mean, it immediately, this is my problem with Tony, is that it immediately goes into these other movies where he's just by his actions, he's like all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my point is, he's continuing this character development. That there's a you know, I mean, he's in the middle of another arc. It seems, and Spider-Man's a big part of that. You know, he has a lot yeah. to prove to himself and a lot of re- redemption for himself because he's fucked up so bad in Ultron and Civil War. So you know, now he's got this protege, and it's just it's cool. To, to watch this character go, but I suppose if you wanted to be like, yeah, you don't have to watch all the movies. Yeah. If you want to know Tony Stark's story, watch Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. Mm. You get the idea. And I guess you can move on. I don't, I don't know. I just... That's the only thing with an Iron Man 4. I'd like an Iron Man 4 to wrap up Tony almost completely. Yeah. And then just get him at a point where he's stable and he doesn't change. Because I'm just saying, right now, in these other movies that aren't his... Mm-hmm. He's having major character things happen yeah, sure. to him, which I don't know how I feel about when you have solo movies that really are, need to hit on that. Like um, Pepper leaves them in Civil War, and it's like that's a like a huge like, plot point so for a main movie, yeah, but it's just a side let's, story. Yeah, I'd lo- let's get back to that. You know, yeah. let's let's hit that. Let's let's clear that up. You know, somewhere in hopefully Iron Man Four. I would love an Iron Man Four. I want to touch on Mandarin, or here's the bigger thing. I want to touch on Ten Rings. Mm, yeah, the Ten sure. Rings is like the first criminal organization we were introduced to, and they just kind of disappeared. From what yeah. I understand, they're you know, I mean, in the comics, and the comics totally different. But I mean, the Ten Rings means something. It's magical shit. Yeah. So and that's whatever. Not, that's not something too that I want just done. Yeah. In an Iron Man four, you know, mm-hmm. I want that to. to I want to you know, kind of. Uh, uh, stoke those flames. You right. know, I think yeah. that should be long form storytelling because right. after Thanos, we still have hopefully a long way to go. And instead of jumping into another mega villain, you know, yeah. um, bring in something like the the Ten Rings, a Mandarin, you know, or another idea I'll, I'll bring up later. But a lot of people are speculating that uh, RDJ is done after you know this this phase here. And I'm like, I hope that's not the case. I think RDJ is, what, 50, 51, 52, somewhere around there. Um, I want to see him. I don't think he's going to age out of this hero mentor role for a while, man. Like, I want to see him go into his 60s. He might not be able to do, like, the Iron Man stuff that he did in 2008. But, man, for long-form storytelling, we've never seen long-form storytelling like this, I don't think, ever before on this scale. And just to say that he's, you know, hey, we've had so many, or he's, he's kind of showing up all over the place, I think it's the the correct way to approach this, is yeah. to drop him in, and man, when it's all said and done, pretty soon, mark my words, 
you know, um, 10, 20 years from down the road, when you're marathoning all these and we're a lot older, we're going to be like, man, I wish I had one more one more movie with RDJ in it, you know? Yeah. It might seem like a little bit too much now, not for me even. I say, hell no, don't recast him. I love yeah. RDJ, and he brings that energy, man. He's earned his spot. He's the, he's the fucking team captain of that dynasty, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, I... Uh, I could see some people wanting to cut ties with him, though. Um, I was looking up how much he reportedly earned mm -hmm. for Captain America: Civil War, and it was forty million dollars. Um, the budget of that movie was. Well, I'm him. I'm not not so. done making movies yeah, either. No shit. If I'm making no that shit. Much. But if you're Marvel, I don't know. I mean, when right. you have this stable, when you have this this new cast of characters, mm -hmm. you know, when that whole movie cost two hundred fifty million. I could see them maybe wanting to cut him, but hopefully they have enough respect that he built the fucking house. Yeah. You know, so I think he earned that hey, money. That goes back to my sports metaphor, though, too. Like, you get a player, it's like, hey, yeah. he's your franchise player, but we can't really afford you anymore. Yeah. Like, we've just got to replace you with someone younger. They might not be as good, but we need to save money yeah. somewhere, and that, that hopefully doesn't happen this way. And then, you know, other times they keep someone around longer than they should too yeah. so you yeah. hope that's also not the yeah, case that's that's yeah. true too and uh i've said this a couple times one of my my big things right now is i think that comic book movies are at the point where you know they're they're perfecting the comic book movie you know like in the past you know they kind of did things that they wanted to or they they hurt the, the comic book franchise and now i think that they're fucking listening and they know what we want i think that they've learned to embrace geek culture and they're not afraid to show you guardians of the galaxy doctor strange they're not afraid to show you anything they want to in the right. group you know rocket the rack you know uh, yeah. raccoon um they're not afraid to show you so right now like one of my big complaints about logan um he, he did go out appropriately i think if he's done but i'm like Absolutely. god damn it they're at the point where yeah you might have had fucking a dozen you know you know how many times has he played wolverine whatever right mm -hmm. but i'm like you're at the point right now where i love logan they're getting it right. They know your character, and they're going to let you do the things that comic book, you know, like, they should. And I'm, I don't want him to be done yet because I think, you know, there's better movies than Logan even for him. You know, a Deadpool-Logan team-up. I think there's, there's, there, there's, I don't know, stopping too soon. RDJ, I don't want him to be done yet because I think the best is right around that fucking yeah. corner, man. Don't leave yet, you yeah. know. So I hope Marvel keeps, you know, hold on for a little bit. I agree. I, I, hope, I hope they hold on to him because I just... He, he is a character that is charismatic enough and has enough um, uh, ups and downs in his personal journey that he's interesting enough to always have him there. He doesn't have to star, but I just keep this thread going because it can go on forever. Yeah. By the way, real quick... Let me drop this. How great would it be as a as you know he's he's not Iron Man anymore. He can't do that shit anymore. Mm -hmm. But he's got his brain. It's the whole. Yeah, it's his that's whole Tony thing. Stark. And and I mean, he, shit. Wouldn't it be? I'm just saying. Wouldn't it be awesome if Tony Stark has to or mends ties with Hank Pym, yeah. Stark and Pym, two of the smartest. You know, people like me. I don't Almost know. Maybe become like a Q type like, thing like, for Bond. Like, yeah, maybe or maybe Tony for people. Maybe Tony fucking loses his money. That's the one thing that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Tony has like unlimited funds. Mm -hmm. You know, they talk about Iron Three. It's like we're gonna bring it back to the cave. I'm like, no, not really. Yeah. I mean, they froze his accounts or whatever, yeah, so yeah. kind of it happened. But I mean, like, really, like, no, no, no. Tony, Tony doesn't have the money that he has, and you know, he's got to do something else, or he has to work with somebody else, and. You know, I don't know. I just I think that there's plenty there that you don't have to have him actually fighting stuff. You yeah. just have to have him. Even if you do have him fighting stuff, though, you have 
you know, like back in the day, like we said earlier, they were afraid to touch Mandarin. They were afraid to touch, you know, giant fucking dragons. You know, it was it would be too strange for right. You know, yeah. a fucking comic book movie. You know, but now that we've introduced Strange, Doctor Strange, yep. we've introduced Guardians. Dude, I mean, you can you can do anything you want with him now. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, he went to fucking. Uh, he was uh, with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a while, you know? Yeah. Give him that mask where he can breathe in fucking space or whatever. I don't know. It looks like, it looks like fucking um, uh, Peter Quill, Star-Lord, has no problem breathing in space. So, you know, whatever, you know? So, I, I don't know. I, there's so many different routes that you can take. I'm not done with RDJ by a long shot, so I hope Marvel yep. isn't either. So, um, welcome back to the uh, Tony Stark Hour. <laughs> Let's talk about a few of our starting lineup, if sure. you would. Uh, do you think the Hulk will fly solo again? He hasn't had a movie since, what, his solo movie? Since Ed Norton. Yeah, since, what, was, 2000, was it 2008? You know, I think Iron Man was 2000. Yeah, they, they, they did them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, like, Iron Man 2 and Hulk came yeah, out. the first like, two. They were really a couple months close. apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think same year. So... Do you want another solo film from the Hulk? I think a lot of people are confused right now because, like, we just finally got General Ross back in Civil War, yeah. and that was a that was a long hiatus. But I, I, you know, I think there's a missed opportunity again with um, what was his name, Tim Blake Nelson as leader. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to see that performance, you know, in a larger capacity. I want to know what's up with Abomination. Oh. I think we should have had Abomination, like, you know, a couple flashback scenes or maybe sure. uh, when they're on the raft, you yeah, know, or yeah, whatever. They, cool. Yeah, that would have been amazing there. Um, I want to know what's up with Betty. I mean, Betty, I grew yeah. up watching, you know, the, like the Lou Fregno with my mm-hmm. dad, um, you know, the, the Ang Lee. Betty's a big fucking deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just blows my mind that he's off running around with, with um, Black, Black Widow. Widow. And there's no mention about Betty. It's like they, they're trying yeah. to forget that 2008 movie of The Incredible Hulk. And I think there's so many missed opportunities there. I don't know, man. What do you guys think about that? Hulk's one of my favorite characters. Um, and, and I couldn't be more pumped for Thor Ragnarok. Uh, just loving the Planet Hulk storyline. But, God, you know, I don't know if there's anything we need him for in his own movie. You know, and that kind of sucks to say because I love Hulk, but like we've gotten a few different versions of Hulk in in film, and I think we've I I think uh, Ruffalo's doing a fucking fantastic job, mm-hmm. and they they've kind of hit a good stride with him, but there's there's really not much I need to see out of him in his own film anymore. Yeah, I'm 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 not really that torn. I'm I'm well okay. I'm torn if I want to see a whole movie. Only because there's they still have to touch on Banner and the Hulk and what's their relationship. That's a mm-hmm. huge, huge thing that has to be there. And how do you how do you put that in somebody else's movie? Like I don't know if I want this major thing with the Hulk. You know how Hulk and Banner. I don't know because that always confused me. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, they they have to deal with that. It's his main conflict. But I, do I really want it in you know, whatever Guardians twelve or whatever yeah. that that's the Hulk's big moment. I mean, but at the same time, I don't know that it's enough for a a, a whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I've Hulk Hulk is one of those characters that in my head is super interesting, but then when I watch him, it's just not that interesting. And I I don't know. I personally, yeah, I think I would want to see one more Hulk movie for for that purpose. Yeah. But 
You can fill it with a bunch of other characters. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah, so I, it's not I, really a Hulk movie. You yeah. can do like you know, Civil War. It's like yeah, it's Avengers. But yeah, Hulk it's Cap. Civil War. It's, no, I swear it's yeah. Cap. It's, it's Avengers. So yeah. I, um, do that. I don't know if I want a solo Hulk film, um, but I will. Let me propose this. Go ahead. Good. Yeah, let me propose this then, that we have one of our first total team movies. I know they got Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh-huh. But I'm talking like it's not Thor Ragnarok featuring the Hulk. It's like Thor and Hulk. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get a, a, a real like duo movie, mm-hmm. equal footing. That would be interesting. I would be down with having the Hulk yeah. do that. Well, it looks like right now we have a backdoor sequel to Planet Hulk. Okay, which I love Planet Hulk. Um, I actually bought that for you for Christmas, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a huge fan of World War Hulk. And again, I don't want after Thanos just to jump into the next big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a great opportunity would to be... Because I remember back in the day, Avengers 1. My problem was with Avengers 1, um, that, that third act, it was just cannon fodder. Aliens I didn't give a shit about. It was another, you know, uh, let's uh, blow up a city, have some heroes save it. I've, I've seen that shit fucking watch the last 10 transformer movies you know and i was like man i really wanted going into production i was talking to you ryan i was like man i want hulk to be the bad guy you know and not not for good but just like he's in the comics misunderstood um you know whatever um and they didn't do that i want them to give me that world war hulk sequel Mm -hmm. and maybe start prepping this up now where the next couple phases are leading up to him coming back from world war hulk you know, coming back to Earth and, you know, putting his jam on the Avengers, you know. I think that would be awesome. Uh, but something else I would propose here is, um, and I haven't heard this anywhere, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, last year when I was reading it, you had The Thing from Fantastic Four, and he was a part of Guardians of the Galaxy, okay? We know that Hulk's in, you know, uh, fucking Ragnarok. How cool would it be to give us two fish-out-of-water stories where, um say, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or 4, if they're even going to do a fourth Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. If you trade Hulk for Peter Quill, okay? Because there's going to be a point sometime, I think, when Star-Lord comes back to Earth. And if you do lose an RDJ at some point or a Chris Evans, Chris Pratt has already earned his spot, you know? And I think that would draw in the, the people to the Cineplex, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you bring him in. But could you see Hulk instead of The Thing, okay, from Fantastic Four? Because we don't have the rights to them yet. Okay, what about you bring Hulk, Drax, Gamora, Rocket, Groot? That's a fun adventure, I think. I I don't like that because I there's no human ground there then. What, like Quill Quill is Quill is your connecting point as an audience member to connect with that human in the group. And if you're taking that person out and then just throwing in another fucking green individual like Gamora, then you're you're losing that that connection. Well, I think you'd have Bruce though. You would have Bruce in in shades. You know, just like you would have. You know, the thing would be a big rock structure, but you still get that human element because of the things that the you know, thing goes through. You know, dealing with being the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what's interesting about Hulk and Bruce Banner is it. It would it would just be really interesting if you're not if you're not going to meld their personalities you know so it's always the hulk or whatever i don't know how they do that in the comics but um if you're going to keep them really separate then that that is an interesting idea i i mean i personally can't see with the guardians but what would be interesting is to um finally give bruce banner a, a bit of a personality shift give him an arc where he stops being so sheepish and becomes a leader 
what happens when Bruce Banner's actually a confident person yeah. and he's Hulk. <laughs> like that's a that's pretty badass. I just you, we don't think of him as being able to lead a team or be the you know the the head person, but I don't know if you if you want to work on him for a couple of years and you know shift him around. Yeah. That's but then I don't know at that point. I mean, is the character really that interesting? Yeah, you know, because that's the the dichotomy is right. what makes him so interesting. I don't know, but yeah, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen. That's just something that you know I saw the thing with uh, from Fantastic Four and Guardians. Like that could work, but I. What do you guys think about the World War Hulk though? I could see that really happening. Especially since they're doing this backdoor sequel. I, with, yeah, I, with w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. I mean, there's a couple different ways you can kind of go. Uh, I mean, who the fuck's gonna be your next big bad when when Thanos goes? Yeah. Uh, you know, do you do you pull from what you've already got, or do you start building up like Galactus or something? Yeah, like, exactly. And I don't uh, want that you know, right away. No. Sure. You know, I think yeah. you can do a phase or two just dealing with this Hulk problem. I think I think it'd be great, yeah. and plus that gives me what I need because yeah. you can resolve that with. The whole, it can be a Hulk centric, and it, and it thing brings and it brings it down. Yeah. It brings it back because like um, Ant Man, all right. We we just came off Ultron, and they give us Ant Man. Okay, right. Ultron cities <laughs> exploding, it literally hoving yeah. in the fucking sky, and then Ant Man's just back down to a nice yeah. little you know fucking yeah. heist film, you know, a, and fight on a train set. Yeah, and so, and I'm like, whew, you know, uh, it was a nice palate, to train set. It was a nice yeah. palate cleanser, and yeah. I think after all these phases, three phases. You know, um, of, of Thanos and the threat of Thanos. I think, man, bring it down. Let's yeah. let's not go so crazy. Let's go to uh, you know this this team um, kind of conflict. You know, with the Hulk. You know, I think that'd be very interesting to do. So I thought it was interesting that they were um, that Black Panther is going to be the lead-in movie. I mean, not the lead-in story-wise, probably, but the movie right before Infinity War. You know, because yeah. you got Thor, Thor Ragnarok, which is going to be probably pretty big and everyone expects it at least to, you know, have a lot of connecting tissues and it's a big, it seems like a big thing, but then you got Black Panther. It's just like, it's all in Wakanda. Yeah. You know, it's like one yeah, country. I mean, what, two before that, you got Captain Marvel comes out just before it, it too. Yeah. So it's like, you're getting like two basically <laughs> new characters. Yeah. We had yeah. Black Panther in the last yeah. movie, but like, this is his, his grounded work. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, yeah, but I mean, Black Panther, he's not like, he's crazy superpower. From what I understand, again, Another thing, I don't know shit about the comics. I don't read the comics, so but it's actually pretty interesting. Like Ryan is, yeah, he loves the MCU, but just you never really grew up with the comics. No, no, but you were really turned on by the movies. Just the movies, yeah. That's that's really cool though, because it's usually an opposite, you know, effect. But I I actually like that's pretty cool. But I mean, Captain Marvel supposedly is one of the most powerful Marvel characters. Period. Mm -hmm. So. Like, you know, it's just, I find it interesting to be like, all right, we're going to go from Black Panther, you know, not yeah. that powerful, to fucking Infinity War. Yeah. You know, I think it's smart that they do that, you know? Yeah, so I, I, so I don't want a Hulk solo film. What I think, I think the future is buddy films. I really do. Yep. Um, I think Iron Man 4 even, I, I don't even see it being Iron Man 4. You, I think that you would either have to bring a Spider-Man or a Cap. You, you don't have to. Don't mm-hmm. have to. But, man, if you look at the lineup later... Um, I don't know. I, I don't see it. I think your your selling point after Phase Four is like you're reading a comic book, man. Yep. You know, it's like you got Daredevil and Hulk. You got you know all this and that. I think that's how you sell the future is team up movies. Uh, one of my favorite comics was the Indestructible Hulk, and I remember these panels with Daredevil and Hulk, man. I just fucking ate it up. It was fun. Daredevil and Silver Surfer, you know, and it would just be like reading those comics. I honestly believe the future is buddy films. I I could be wrong, but I think that's where it's going. So do you guys think that Marvel should start making more team-up movies? 
Or is the studio better off continuing to have just one hero as the ma- main focus, like an Ant-Man or Doctor Strange? That, I mean, that really depends the characters. I mean, I, Thor and, and Hulk work well together. I think that's a good combo, but I'm not going to go out of my way to see a Black Widow and Hawkeye mashup movie. Yeah, if Ragnarok does gangbusters, mm-hmm. like if it's the number one out of these three that are coming out this year between Guardians, Spider-Man, and Ragnarok, if I, it does gangbusters, probably going to be. You can, I can promise you Phase 4 will be nothing but duos. Guaranteed. Possibly. I mean, but... It, they, they've got themselves set up. I mean, when, when Guardians came out, they didn't expect it to be as big of a hit as it was, and they didn't immediately start making a shitload of other types of Guardian movies. They, they, they've kept themselves back. They, I, they, they've, they've got a plan going forward, and they're not deviating from it unless something just goes horribly fucking wrong. Yeah, I mean, because just looking at some of the lineups right here, you got, what, Spider-Man and Iron Man, right, for Homecoming. Um, Bucky is with... Uh, and Black he's in Wakanda, Wakanda, Black Panther. You're definitely gonna probably see that in Black, you know, in Black Panther movie. So that's team up movie. You, you have count Cap and Black Widow for Cap two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ant Man yeah. and Wasp. That's on the schedule, it, yep. right there. I think that the future could be even team up movies within the title. Yep. You know, um, Ant Man and Wasp. You have. Um, are we gonna get a Scarlet Witch and a Vision, you know, movie, or at least being in, within another, you know, uh, with some other heroes, you know, like a like almost like an Avengers. 3.5 or something, if you would. Uh, but then you look at some of the future. Uh, the future is so bright when it comes to team-ups. Like, you know, I've been saying since day one, I want so bad. I want a Daredevil and Spider-Man. I want a Daredevil and, or a Spider-Man and Kingpin, you know, mm-hmm. bringing them in that world. I hope we get that. Nothing's confirmed on that whatsoever. But I honestly believe the future is bringing in, you know, they need to do a little bit more, uh, a little bit harder work, I think, within the uh, the Netflix series. Okay, uh, they need to you know prop those up a little bit more. But I man, I think if they can nail that right, I think the future is is bridging that man. Because man, a lot of people love Daredevil. Bring him over. I think it'd be great. But anyway, you have Daredevil, Spider Man. Uh, you have all these awesome combos like War Machine and Falcon, Black Widow, and you know, and Hawkeye. There's so many things you can do for the future. I just I cannot see them not including. Two people per movie, three people per movie. You know, what do you think? You cool I'm, with that? I'm cool with it. Like I like it. the The biggest concern that I have with all of this is that the reason that I don't read comics is because it's too confusing. Mm-hmm. There's too many characters that have been for, around for too long, and they and reset <laughs> and they pull everything that they can to keep it interesting. And it's nobody's fault. It's just, it just is what it when is. When you've been telling the same story for with the same character for 50, 60 yeah. years, you're going to run out of fucking material. And when I, I mean, when I hear, it's, it's just funny because, you know, I read news about the MCU or something like that. And they'll be like, you know, this is so-and-so. And in the comic, you know, he, uh, I don't know, got his head blown off twice and came back to life three times and was a robot once. And, yeah. was the, and I'm like... Okay. Captain America's Hydra. Right. Jesus, don't get me started. (laughs) But, um, uh, and then, I don't know. I just, there's a a piece of me that worries where it gets, it gets a little too crowded um, for its own good. The, I think the best example of this so far in the Marvel movies, the closest thing is Age of Ultron. Okay. Age of Ultron, to me, is very comic booky. Like, they went, to me, that's the most full-on comic book movie for my exposure to comic books. In that, all right, we have we have a lot of shit going on here. You know what I'm saying? We have Vision, 
who's, you know, part Mind Stone, part, you know, advanced, you know, uh, flesh-making technology. And then we have a big AI that goes crazy and turns into a giant robot who has an army of robots. And then they're going to turn a city into a meteor. And it's a ton of shit that really any one of them is probably enough to carry a movie. In, in addition to that, you have a, you added three new characters, mm-hmm. you know, and one of them dies. And, you know, I mean, I just, I can't get emotionally behind that mm-hmm. because he was yeah, only in there yeah, for a minute. That's what I worry about is that a lot of the movies turn into Age of Ultron. Yeah. Where we just, we have so much to pull from and we'll just throw too much in there. If they do duos and then the occasional, you know, you do a duo movie with a cameo here, cameo there, that's... Not inconsequential, but not essential to another character's arc, really. You know, I do like that. I love the idea of a fleshed out world where you might run into somebody or, you know, we need somebody's help and they come in. But it's like, if I miss this movie and I miss this person's cameo, I'm not going to be confused when I watch their movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It'll allude to something, but I won't. I'm not missing a big thing. That's the only thing about these, this. Tony Stark arc that's happening in movies other than Iron Man. It's okay because he's a big integral part of these. So, you know, it's like if you're going to watch the Iron Man saga, you need to watch Civil War. You have to watch these other ones. But I don't know. In the future, I hope that they're able to sprinkle people in to make things interesting, but not essential. What do you think the best movie is right now within the MCU? As uh, God, I and mean, I'm going somewhere with this. I mean, Guardians is probably the most fun to watch, but if if you're looking story wise, probably Civil War. Okay, what do you think? Yours is Winter Soldier. Right? Mine is mine is still Winter Soldier. Okay, with Civil War right behind it. So I was saying that I think that you can still do a solo movie, Captain America two, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Winter Soldier, and still keep your focus. On the main protagonist with mm-hmm. having multiple heroes, like who else was in that? You had Black sure, Widow. Sure, but Widow. you had to have Cap One to get Cap Two. The, there hasn't been anyone. Well, that's what I'm saying. You could have a Hulk Two being a solo movie. We right. had Betty Ross. Yeah, your, your buddy you... movies hat can't. I don't feel can be that first movie. Like they uh, have to be later in. To well, me, look at anyways. Black. Look at Black Panther though. Yeah, that's... Black Panther. I think Black Panther. Well, Black Panther was Spider-Man. at least introduced somewhere. Like, yes, he's he's introduced in this grand scheme of Civil War, but it wasn't like his movie and he was sharing it with someone. He was sharing Captain America's movie. Like, you're getting introduced to him at least, and you're not you're not so, going I, too deep. And, and I think that's the new way to do solo movies, though. Yeah, sure. You know, I think that's where you go with solo movies now because you look at. Uh, Doctor Strange, I mean, it was a self-contained movie about Doctor Strange. It did less money mm-hmm. than Iron Man 1, okay, opening box office, you know? And so that brings up a lot of questions there. Do, are people just, was that, were they not interested in Doctor Strange, or were they just, Not Not you know? as well known of his na- a name. Uh, yeah. Definitely yeah. definitely some comic Look at Iron Man fatigue. when it came out. Iron Man wasn't nobody in 2000. People know who Iron Man uh, no, is. No, they though. knew Batman. They knew Superman. I, Iron before, Man was that, Before Iron Man came out, people knew more Iron, more people knew Iron Man than before Doctor Strange came out that knew Doctor Strange. I don't know, I man. Barely, like, I, I barely knew Iron Man. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people, I mean, Iron Man, he put him on the map. We're talking Marvel though and like you know again I'm probably the perfect person to ask because Mm -hmm. I I only know what pop culture major pop culture fed me you know so X-Men Spider-Man and um, uh, like I had heard of Thor 
you know, Captain America. I'd heard of uh, Captain America was actually a pretty big one. Hulk, of course, and I'd heard of Iron Man. You know, if I saw him, I'd know who he is. But that's that's about it, though. Like he wasn't. He was definitely not huge. I would have said Captain America would have been a lot bigger. Yeah. Or Hulk, but obviously Captain America is yeah. rough. And and, and a... <laughs> yet they started their universe with Iron Man. Yeah. They chose Iron Man because he had to have been been at least well enough known for you to go. All right, we can we can put the weight of this. No, on his I don't. I don't agree with that at all. Because Captain America is just as big as Iron Man, so why not start with him or I Hulk? Think, Hulk's no, already that's, had two. That's what I'm saying. Captain America is definitely bigger than Iron Man, especially back in 2008. Hulk's bigger than all of them. Like I think Absolutely. you look because just because he has that background of like Lou Fregno, the Ang Lee. I mean, people were they knew sure. who Hulk was. So I, I don't know. Real quick, you guys, you have something else you want to well, say? Yeah, I just, I just, my, I, th- I think that they probably went with Iron Man because in the end, he's. He's the most, he's not as wacky because it's technology based, but he's the most fun. Cap is not particularly fun. His adventure can be fun, but Cap is so fucking stoic and righteous and too Superman-y. Very patriotic. And that, I mean, it was, I remember Iron, I mean, uh, Captain America's, that was like one of the first things they're like, that's going to be tough because, you know, when Cap 1 came out, you know. People aren't screaming America the Great, you know, like they were back then. But I just think Iron Man was a good place to start because of Tony Stark's character. Mm. Because you have a really eccentric, a really good actor that can play this, you know, great role. And then, yeah, you give us a a cool hero and it's a good place to start. They followed it up with a really serious movie that didn't do that great. So, you know, but anyway. Well, why not start with a Doctor Strange? Because let's talk about hero recycling real quick, okay? Um, a lot of people watch Doctor Strange and notice that this familiar story about what a brilliant, rich, and snarky white man uh, taking on the role of a hero. How many times can Marvel tell the Phase One story about the lovable asshole with the heart of gold? You know, do you think the MCU will be able to sustain itself with recycling the Iron Man Doctor Strange story that that type? I mean, they both it's, even it's like not, it's not like Doctor Strange and they both are snarky. They they have a lot in common. Arrogant. It's, it's mm-hmm. not it's not like Doctor Strange bombed by any sort of the the word. No, it didn't do as well as Iron Man, but it, it didn't bomb. Yeah, and, it didn't bomb. It made so. money, but try this on though. Um, Eighty four point nine eight million dollars is what Doctor Strange made. Iron Man won in two thousand eight. That's a what ten year fucking difference. Um, ninety six. No, what about eight years? Something like that. Nine yeah. Um, ninety six point six one million. And just try this on real quick. That's an estimated that Guardians of the Galaxy will make a hundred and sixty fucking million domestically. All right, that's double of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's yeah. it's the same fucking character. Both very intelligent. Both love expensive cars. Both are snarky. Both are rich. You know, they're both the smartest men in the room, you know, um, wherever they're at. So I don't know. And they also had that same kind of movie where, you know, he he has to kind of go and find himself and come back out the other end. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think some people were turned off by that? That's why it made less? Or do you, again, do you still agree that it's just a, a lesser character? It, part of it is is a lesser known character, I think. Part of it, it, it doesn't seem as an overly accessible story. Like when you're watching yeah. a trailer for that and you're just seeing like, this is Inception with ninjas and monks and shit in it. Like I, I can see like not being turned on by that being a casual viewer. Um, yeah. It's also something if you're just reading the word Doctor Strange that doesn't like scream to you. This is a Marvel movie. 
And they didn't really, like, hit you over the head, like, hey, this is a Marvel movie, come fucking watch this Marvel movie. It's... They were just like, this is Doctor Strange, you should know what this is, you don't... Oh, that, that's our bad. But it's all about money, though, man. It's all about all money right. from a studio perspective. That They're in the business to make, you know, money, not movies, you of know? Of course. Let me ask you this, man. Or actually, let me say this. Um, you add Thor to a Doctor Strange 2, okay? And you add fucking Star-Lord, for whatever reason, I'm just throwing some characters out there. And it's $160 million, you know, opening, doubling what Doctor Strange 1 did. That's why it has to be the future of of, of uh, the MCU, is these team-up movies. Because, I, yeah, you just add those in. Do you think that Doctor Strange will ever be as big as a Winter Soldier or a Civil War? Because all they did was pepper some other things in there. Made, um, Civil War was just an Avengers 2.5. They could do the same thing with fucking, you know, Hulk 2. They could do the same thing with a Doctor Strange. You know, especially if they introduce Illuminati. If you had introduced Doctor Strange before the Doctor Strange movie, it would have done a lot better. If someone, if they had, if people had gotten to see Doctor Strange, and and that's how you're, you know, you're trying to compare it to Black Panther, but we saw Black Panther in Civil War, and those casual viewers are going to go, hey, I know that character from that thing I like, I'll go watch that. But just seeing Doctor Strange presented like it was, they didn't know who he was. Well, they know, dude. No one knew shit about Guardians of the Galaxy, and it blew Doctor Strange one out of the water. Right, but and that, that, and that, was that a, also had you know Chris Pratt front and center. No, and it, no, 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 no. Chris Pratt was jack shit when Guardians came out. What? Yeah. Because he was on a TV show that yeah, half the popular. No, no, but, no, no, no. Explain that, dude. Chris Pratt was nobody. He didn't have Jurassic World. He didn't have Guardians. He that was they. Marvel was actually scared to bring out Guardians of the Galaxy because you had a fucking talking raccoon, a tree. Uh, it was a pretty much a, a B comic that no one's really heard of, and you had this new uh, new guy, Chris Pratt, that they were you know going to hang on. This was he blew up after Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, and, then, and you're getting word of mouth on this movie too, which was fucking great. Doctor Strange, the word of mouth was just meh. It's okay. I enjoy it. It was, but, like, Guardians, people were fucking raving about. And when you look at the a trailer for Guardians, like, you can tell, like, if I go to that, I'm going to have fun. Doctor Strange didn't, like, scream that in the trailer. Like, I'm going to have fun watching this movie. I don't know. I think a lot... Dude, when those trailers came out for Guardians in my circle, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, this is all I do is talk movies, man. I remember, like, most of in our circle that we were talking about that time, they were like, what the fuck is this? This looks weird. And people don't like Strange. People, people, people don't like weird. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> people don't like weird. When you watch you know, Doctor Strange, yeah, it looks a little bit boring. But most things I heard was, man, it looks like Batman Begins. It looks like Inception. Those are safe fucking bets. You know, when you throw in a talking raccoon and a tree, you know, Groot, you know, I am Groot. It's like people are like, what the fuck is this? Is this where Marvel shits the bed? You know, especially with a star that you had no idea, and you throw in a wrestler as fucking Drax. Yeah. People were, like, kind of scared, I remember, what, when that came out. So they took a chance, which I'm glad they took that chance because it really opened up the MCU, for me anyway. Yeah, and, I mean, Doc, Dr. Strange is just, just kind of interesting. I I, um, I, I think that they... I personally think they made the right call giving him an origin story, for better or worse, because if you... Like, okay, Black Panther... Black Panther... Unless they go back and they delve into something I don't know about. Like, what's his story leading up to this? He's born in Wakanda. He does what he does. He grows he up. He does Wakandan shit. He does, he does, he does Wakandan <laughs> business. And that's it. He just he grows up the way he's raised, like he's supposed to. And he's going to take over and blah, blah, blah. But the first real conflict of character comes in because of Civil War. So now we follow that. But I'm not sure that there's much of a story 
before that. There, there's probably a story in Wakanda about Wakanda. There's probably plenty of adventures there. But for him as a character, meh. Doctor Strange, this is a full-on 180 redemption story. You've got training you get to watch. It's like there are the interesting elements, especially with the magic thing. So it's like we get to be Doctor Strange who, you know, we get to follow his journey and we get introduced to magic the same way he gets introduced to it. Like, it, it makes sense. It makes sense to follow that initial journey you know um and the same thing i mean because really it's just we get introduced to these with these characters at pivotal points in their life so same thing with scott lang like we could watch him be a thief the whole time but that's not really the turning point in his life i didn't even see could you look up kyle while we're talking how much ant-man made opening it couldn't have been that much either Ant-Man wasn't a huge hit either yeah it wasn't i wonder if it under i wonder if it went under uh, dr strange probably did ant-man did a little bit better than captain america one and thor two if I recall, it's it's in the lower rungs. But what's yeah, what's one of the the scenes where everyone left the theater and like, oh my god, this was awesome. It was the Ant Man and Falcon scene. Yeah. You know, people yeah. want that synergy. People want that team up movies, yeah. and I don't I don't see it escaping. Yeah. You I know? just I just think it made a hundred and eighty million in in the U S. Was that opening? Uh, opening weekend oh. was fifty seven. Okay, yeah. so it went under even well. in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, but then again, you look at Guardians now, and it's a hundred estimated it can make you know one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty. But they're saying it's probably gonna rake in one hundred and sixty. That's fucking huge. They so, want their movies to be like because right now in Hollywood, if you don't have a billion dollar franchise yeah. by the time it leaves foreign and domestic at the end of the run, you're just shit in the bed. Hey, Guardians and Guardians. I'm just Fast and the Furious made a fucking billion dollars. Yeah. They just roll yeah, over a billion. About that later. Yeah. Guardians. There's an interesting one when you talk about character introduction. Like we meet, we meet these characters at a specific point. We, you know, we see an intro with Quill, and that's whatever. You know, okay, he gets abducted and his mom dies. But um, other than that, you know, we just we get any backstory we get is just through exposition. You know, and then moving forward, and then going into Guardians Two, we'll fill in a little bit more. And that's one of the things where they don't show the turning points. They show Quill just because of him getting abducted, but we don't see his thing with the Ravagers. We just assume yep. that that went on its own path. But, you know, we don't see Drax's family get killed. Mm-hmm. We don't see what happened to Gamora and Nebula growing up. We just hear about it. So that's an interesting thing. I'm curious if it wasn't an ensemble piece, if it was the Star-Lord movie, would it be different? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I would assume so. I think that's just a necessity because you have an ensemble film that you can't go back and do all that shit. But I just, I feel like my guess is that that's how Marvel's going to kind of do their shit. Is, you know, you know, characters are just going to be introduced at that point, whenever that point is, and they're not going to spend all their time and money giving everybody an origin. Because nobody wants it either. Yeah. You know? Well, call it right now. Do you think Captain Marvel is going to be... An origin story? Because I think she well, she's going to be introduced, I heard, in one of the Infinity Wars. Okay, yes. So there, there's that. But when we do get to her isolated movie, is it going to be a la Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, or is there going to be someone else in that movie with I her? think it will. Uh, again, probably not as well known of character. And... And you would hate to say it, but it's female led. They're gonna, mm-hmm. they would have to back that up. I bet you. There's gonna have yeah. to be someone else There's... holding her hand. I hate to say that too. And, and, yeah. and, and, and it's, it is. Brie Larson's a fucking amazing yeah, actress. Captain Marvel's a great fucking character. Like you can do a lot with this story, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's it's a female led movie, and just historically, those movies don't do as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say when it comes to a power level, she could bend Superman over and fuck him up the ass. 
Yeah. If that was in her character set, but it doesn't matter <laughs> because she's she's female and that sucks. That's just the time that we live in, and pe- you know it's it's you know, unless uh, she unless she blows people away in the first part of unless, the unless she blows people. <laughs> I'm there. On, I'm there on day one with my money in my fist. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the odd man out, and I'm gonna say that they do that. They go all out with this one, and that they. That's just that's just it. They're gonna focus on her. I don't know if it'll be an origin story or not, but I don't I don't think she'll share much with anybody. I think she will completely one hundred percent lead that movie yeah. alone. If, if, the whole, if the whole I movie think, is just her yeah. blowing people, though, well, <laughs> that that'll be the end of Marvel. Yeah. We're the most successful movie ever made. Billion dollars. attitude. We may be a little sexist too. Hey, I'm all for I'm all for a Captain Marvel movie, but I don't want to watch this broad blow people all day. I watched Doctor Strange blow people for two hours. Just to be clear, I want to see just to be blow people. That was my cousin Wayne that said that. Get the fuck out of here, cousin Wayne. Yeah, I don't. I I imagine they're gonna have someone like a yeah, a fucking squirrel girl or something. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. But to answer your question, that'd be all about a squirrel girl. I think you're right. I think they're gonna do a lot of duo movies. I think they're gonna continue to introduce new characters, even if they become leads via other movies and not necessarily do origin stories. But I don't think they're done with origin stories. I think they'll definitely do them, but they'll be like if you if you still want to do phases let's pretend that there's a 3 year phase that they they probably won't but let's just pretend that they still do it i think you'll probably see two is there anything right now that's on the schedule of the next how many more movies are on schedule i think the last one the, the two infinities we've got uh, black panther captain marvel ant-man and the wasp homecoming thor ragnarok all of Guardians those, all of those, we know Guardians are team up movies, except for maybe a Captain Marvel. I don't know much about right. that yet. Yeah. But Black, and we don't know Black Panther, but I'm sure they're gonna break out. But, but we can't Bucky pretend like Phase One still had this, this too, where like Black Widow got introduced in Iron Man Two, yeah. and Hawkeye got introduced in Thor. It's not like Black, this yeah. is just some random thing that yeah. started happening yeah. recently. Exactly. Like they've been doing it since the yeah. beginning. Black Widow is the perfect example. And I think you know, talking about those recycling characters, recycling pop points. I think the best way to get away from that and distance yourself um, from that is to be able to to do the team-up movies, because then you're not going to be mistaken for Iron Man going into a fucking cave and finding himself, you know? Right. If so, you're going to have other dynamics going on within that movie, you know? So I think, I, I really do think the best way to go is team-up movies, because it's going to be like reading that comic book. I movie. agree, I agree. But uh, let's talk about, we haven't talked about Thor or Cap. Uh, will they get a fourth movie? Because Captain fucking America, all right, when you talk Winter Soldier and Civil War, usually, you know, you called out Guardians, but then you said Civil War. You said Winter Soldier. I think my favorite right now on the website is Civil War, but, man, I go back and forth between Civil War and Winter Soldier, man. Yeah. It's fucking hard. I think the airplanes, uh, the uh, airport scene is what sells me on Civil War yeah. to make it my best. But, man, I don't know. So man. when you have that franchise so powerful raking in that cash, you're not going to do a Captain America 4? Because us at the table, we know it, that's just how they're doing things to bridge. Right, especially uh, um, Civil Wars like two point five Avengers, you might as well say right. But most people, they just know it's a fucking Captain America sequel. The 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 droves that are going to the theater. So you gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. The people that just paid a billion dollars for Fast and the Furious. You gotta tell them that they're not gonna get a Captain America four. What the fuck? The other three were great. Yeah. It was like a mini Avengers movie. <laughs> I'm on Fast Fucking Nine. Yeah. Why can't I have Cap Nine? Exactly. You don't yeah. think? I mean, and we talked earlier, like um, Iron Man. You know, I think he deserves a four if they're going to do a four. Yeah. 
just because it's RDJ, you know, give give him a movie if you're gonna do it. But man, you're not gonna give Cap one. But you know, he's I your moneymaker. Yeah, he's it, it, it's no, just it's not the same kind of character. <laughs> and I I don't know. It's at this point, this is where it does, you get you get overloaded. Like they're gonna do duo movies because how long can you let a character sit dormant? Like if you're gonna do a Black Panther movie and then you're not going to have Black Panther in another movie no. until Avengers or until Black Panther 2, but you've already got a full slate for the next three years? Like, how long do you let a character sit on the sidelines? Right. Like, I get pissed off when fucking Hawkeye doesn't show up in Winter Soldier and Nick Fury doesn't show up in Civil War. Because I'm like, what the fuck? No one's even going to mention this? Yeah, Imagine Nick Fury in, like, three or four years and it's like now. It's like Civil War. Why the fuck was he in Civil War? He, like, he has nothing, like... Age of Ultron, he's like, hey, I'm 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 back and I'm like directing the shit. Yeah. I'm taking care of the compound guys. And then he's just gone. Yeah. For civil But anyway, that that little things like that get me. But then you got a whole characters that are just like, you know, I don't know, Black Panther. I guess he's just off in Wakanda, but like do these people I mean what what the fuck? Like yeah. another world ending event and he don't know shit about it? I don't <laughs> you can't do it. At least with Civil War with like Thor and Hulk gone, they were just like and they're off doing whatever the but fuck they're, they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like I mean And you're like, well, okay, at least they addressed it. We didn't I even mean, know what yeah. Hulk was for years. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that's the thing, like I mean <laughs> that's the, Thor's like, I'm in fucking space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a reason. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just you know, I took the weekend off and yeah. I didn't hear that you guys are having a fight. You know, I'm I'm off in the middle of fucking wherever, and you know whatever. So that's the thing. That's why I like that they have they're able to put some distance here. But I'm just saying, you, I don't know that you can. I, like you have to pair people up now. Like you just have to. I mean, what hap- what happens when every year you introduce a new franchise character that can lead a franchise of their own and they're really popular? Like mm-hmm. I mean, what do you do with that? It's like okay, well we're just not gonna make that money. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they're in an interesting spot. So I think that's just gonna have to. But yeah, and I think if you're gonna, you know, how you don't do a Captain America for hmm. you kill him. And hmm. I think if there's one that you need to kill, I'm a huge Cap fan. I love. I was that guy too that said I wasn't a Chris Evans fan back in the day. I thought you know like he was fun and Fantastic Four, but I was the guy who called him a shit fucking actor. You know, <laughs> I was man. And I uh, it, there's a few times I've really eaten my words. You know, uh, Heath Ledger was one of them. I remember yeah. being. Um, in a fucking break room and they announced Heath Ledger. I remember that as clear as day. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Heath Ledger, fuck you. The guy knocked it out of the park, mm-hmm. right? So Chris Evans is another guy I've, I've really eaten my words. I'm like, man, why would you recast, you know, why would you cast someone who's already been a hero and, and put him in the MCU? Give, give me a fresh face. And man, I love Chris Evans, but I think that uh, the one thing I've been bitching about in the MCU is stakes. That's one of my big bitches is yeah. stakes. Um, it's time to kill somebody. It's time to kill a big player. Give me that uh, that hero's death where he's still going to be very much part of the the, uh, the franchise within spirit. That's how you get out of not doing a Captain America four. You kill him, and then you you can give that that yeah. reign to someone else. And and or you can just take a break. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, you know. It's like because then your next franchise is Sam Wilson Captain right. America. It's that's not the thing. tied to that. But Sam Wilson three. can just be Falcon. Yeah, exactly. For years. Until one day he's just like, I'm going to be kept. Mm-hmm. Or you can keep Bucky on ice yeah. for five years. That sounds like a terrible <laughs> show. Ah, come see Bucky on ice. <laughs> Bucky on ice. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's the thing. You just got to kind of get creative with it. Uh-huh. And, I mean, there's there's certainly ways to do it. but um, We're not going to lose Thor, right? I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. It looks like from the trailer, they cut his hair, throwing him in the gladiatorial. He's unworthy now. Yeah, exactly. Glad, uh, gladiatorial pits. And then 
he's unworthy. You know he's going to gain that back probably by the end of the movie, have his hero's journey, and then just kill him in a couple movies later. I don't see that. I think, uh, and Chris Hemsworth looks good. He's, he's, he's built, I think, Chris Evans. You know, I could see him going off and doing other things. Um, maybe Hemsworth does one out, but I could see him sticking around for, for quite a while. Yeah, still. When you look at it, like, Evans, as much as I, I like him, like, but you could replace him with a lot of different people and be mm-hmm. fine with it. But, like, Hemsworth, like, he's Thor. Like, you see him, you see, it's like, he's You Thor. say that, though. He looks like Thor. You say, and I agree, but you say that, and I agree. That, I, I also say the same thing about Cap. I mean, Chris Evans has that sincerity, you know? Like, I, what do you think? Are you sold on Chris Evans as Captain America? Oh, yeah. I, could, but, could, but could you be able to replace you could, him like that? You, yeah, you could. You you could you could replace him, but I I just feel I would I would need some time. And you just you have to make it very clear this is a different character now. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, I I don't want somebody to come in and just try and act like Chris Evans. Yeah, because I think he America. does a really good earnest job. You know, you know that's I like. You know, if if Bucky took over, that's that's a different an interesting cap. thing. That's yeah. that's kind of a fun. You know, uh, dynamic. That's actually almost a Hulk banner thing. As long as they if, don't give us a double cap, right? Like, we're both cap. The cap, the double caps. The double caps. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. I'm Captain yeah. South America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm Captain North America. <laughs> yeah, that, fuck all that. <laughs> make yeah, make no, everybody I'd, happy. I'd be I'd be okay with it. and I Because you can even keep the name, but you're still, re- really, you're retiring a character, yeah. more yeah. or less. And that's okay, because like I said before... You have other, there are plenty of other characters that can fill the same archetypes that you're looking for. It's fine. Well, what about Black Widow and Hawkeye? It's a little bit too late to tell the origin story. You know, if they were going to do that, they should have done that a while ago. They could probably do a Black, I would go watch a Black Widow Hawkeye movie. That'd be badass. And you could tell the origin story through, you know, their their adventure. I like what they've been doing with Black Widow. Black Widow's, you just can't do it with a major player. Uh, but like Black Widow, you know, we we know a bit about a bit about the Red Room. We know, you know, her. Um, again, she's like, I got red in my ledger, and that whole thing. Her just conflicted feelings about who she was, and even somewhat who she is, yeah. um, and all of that, all through other people's movies, and that's great. I'm glad that they did that little experiment. Hawkeye, they haven't been as successful with. They've tried. Yeah. They, again, another thing that you should That's where I think Age of Ult- That's where Age of Ultron, again, like, oh, Hawkeye has a family, by the way. It's, it's another thing that they just threw in there. It's just too much. But um, I think they can still do that. That's where I feel like they're doing what they're doing with Hulk. And they, you could do that, you know? I mean, you got Vision and, and, and Scarlet Witch now. Yeah. I think I Hawkeye's mean, the one, and I've said this a couple podcasts ago. He needs ago. to break out. I, I do. I think it's going to happen. He like he doesn't have time. Out. Like I heard that he's not going to be in the next Mission Impossible movie. He dropped out of that. Um, he's he's got a bigger role, I guess, in the in the, uh, the Avengers movies coming. Up. I bet you anything, he's going to be the one of the guys that really steps up, and he needs to be. Yeah. Because I think he's the weakest he's fucking, out of all of them. But he's fucking great. Yeah. You just got to make him. Um, pair him next to Ant-Man the yeah. whole fucking time shooting little Ant-Man arrows <laughs> and I'm fucking sold. <laughs> That's all he has to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a goner though either. Um, uh, because Too soon he's, for him. It, no, if you're gonna, if you want an emotional impact of killing a character, who do you kill? The guy the with the fucking man? family. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh... I just hope they give him something more to do before they get rid of him because Hawkeye has sucked. You know, especially since Avengers 1. He got the shaft in Avengers 1. Yeah, he did. Fucking being mind-controlled. The was little just... bit he was in with Civil War was great. I liked, yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. him I in really, Civil War. I think they're building it. him up for something special. I hope man. so. I mean, I really... I, I enjoy his character. I yeah. like him. I don't even mind the family bit. I'm, I'm okay with it. 
Yeah. So yeah, Thor. Um, I don't know. I can't see him dropping out anytime soon, though. So I don't know. But but with a uh, Black Widow, Hawkeye, I don't know. Uh, for she's gotten the shaft. She really has because sure. like out of all the like, it sucks to be a part of the team and not have your movie. And again, it all stems back to you know, can you sell a female movie? I mean, we want that here at the table. You know, a female led movie. But man, they they've just been scared to for the longest time. They didn't even fucking do um, toys, did they? Of like Black Widow. Yeah, oh, yeah she like when the first Avengers came out, Back there were not Black Widow toys. That shows you right there well, the culture yeah. that we live in. With when what's his name? When Paul Mutter, the guy that had the Marvel Comics division or whatever, mm-hmm. when it was all under one umbrella oh, and okay. the studios didn't break off from that group. Yeah. I tell you what, when he I was, was a boy, <laughs> I played with G.I. Joe's, I played with the fucking Baroness. Mm-hmm. A oh, little yeah, too I, hard. I played with the Baroness. <laughs> <laughs> I played with the Baroness, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Jerking off to She-Hulk figurines. <laughs> Those toys were shitty. <laughs> but the Baroness, that's something. Craftsmanship. That <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful toy. All right, like, let's. Uh, we're going a little long, so let's end with this. All right, um, let's talk about uh, the uh, the Marvel being hero centric. Okay, so with it being so hero-centric, do you think they need a villain movie, a Loki movie, or like, do you think they need to break the mold, do like a Suicide Squad type <laughs> no, movie? No, or, or do, no. not Suicide <laughs> no, Squad. No, not do Suicide Squad. <laughs> not no. tight, but do they need a villain movie? I'll answer it. No, no. I I think Mar. I do think that Marvel has a has their villain problem. I I understand not having your villain overshadow your hero in their first movie. In their introduction, I do get that, but I, I they really do need to they need to step them up. Yeah, the villains uh, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna have but, our, our next conversation at least a couple. Of, uh, I say probably three or four episodes. We're gonna do um, MCU villains. Okay, so I really wanted to keep this one hero. I actually texted yeah. you guys and I was yeah. like, oh yeah. fuck, my outline went past you know like twelve pages, <laughs> and right now I have six tonight. So I was like, let's just keep it with hero centric. But you don't think they need a Suicide Squad movie? No, because I like I can't answer this myself because I haven't seen. What Thanos is gonna do? Yeah, maybe we do need a Thanos movie. I don't know. I can't tell you that until after we watch Infinity, you know, War and Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, don't don't misunderstand me. I think they need good villain team ups. Mm-hmm. I think that's also really important. Um, but I don't I don't want a villain as the protagonist. Yeah, the, I don't because a Loki movie would sell. Just playing devil's advocate, it, it would it, sell. It would sell, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with sure, it. Sure, but like even even when you have like uh uh fuck, it's hard to like have that that kind of like the the prequels. People hate the prequels because you're giving this like Darth Vader a, a a presence of niceness, right? Like you have to connect with them. Like even in things where your your main character is a villain, like you look at the Sopranos, uh, like. Tony Soprano is like a bad guy. He does he has little quirks to him that make you like him, but you don't want to like a villain as far as it's going because they're going head against the people you're supposed to like. With something in like The Sopranos, he's never going up against someone you're supposed to like. Yeah. If that makes sense. But like, a lot of people like Loki. They like to hate him. Sure. But it's not because he's a good guy. Yeah, he's no. he has he's he's had qualities here and there where he's yeah. done the the right thing. Right. But it's also been selfish. And it's I tell you what, man. Too. I mean, this this movie would never happen. I, I would imagine. But I would pay money to go see a vulture movie, uh, where New York just happened, and he's going through the the devastation and the carnage and and looking for that alien tech. 
and and pushing that out to the masses. I think that would be fucking. Well, awesome. I mean, they were they were trying to push a Sinister Six movie after Amazing Spider-Man two, but that through I Fox mean, through Fox, Fox Sony, right, Sony, right, yeah, right, Sony. Uh, but that was just like I mean, that movie bombed so hard. They were yeah. just like, yeah, we can't fucking do that now, and. You know, and that I'm pretty yeah. sure and that I'm, movie would be fucking And I was playing garbage. devil's advocate with you guys. I think hero centric is the, is a good Marvel, uh, a good way to do it right now. You know, for Marvel, I think it's a, they got I, their brand. Yeah, and I I, I think can't fuck with branding, right? I don't see any villains that they have that I would Want make to. a great origin story. Anyways, I what mean, about Whiplash? See, <laughs> well, honestly though, Mickey Rourke and his bird. You want to see that? There are some bird. I mean, we get down to it. There's. Well, that's actually, Brass tax, Ryan. That's Brass actually a tax. good example. I think the Iron Man, the Iron Man villains are always the roughest for me because I have the most sympathy for them. Mm. Tony's a fucking asshole. <laughs> like we still don't yeah. know. I mean, I forget if Agent Carter touched on all this or not, but it doesn't matter. Let's stay inside the movie continuity. Uh-huh. Like from what we understand, Tony Stark's dad was a total fuck nut to <laughs> what's his name's uh, to Whiplash's yeah. dad. Yeah, put him in poverty. Uh, don't get me wrong, he's coming back for revenge, but whatever. Hammer, for for all his flaws or whatever, he's... But I mean, remember when we talked yeah. about Whiplash, though? Like, Whiplash got fucked over, right? Yeah. But he still had tons of money. He still went to a grade-A school. So it was like... Because remember, like, he, he went oh. to... Because he, he got his degrees and whatever, and he could actually build this stuff. Like, you actually yeah. look at Whiplash, it's like, yeah. man, he had a better life than we did. I don't remember. Because when they showed him at the beginning, it's like his... He's like he's with his dad when he like he they're in poverty and his dad dies on like the fucking sofa. Uh, but didn't he go to school after that? Well, I don't know. We'll have but, to look up his character later. We'll, I'll, but, uh, yeah, we'll but either up. way, and I mean, even, we'll even, bring it up in the villain episode. Like, sure. Like even we'll just, break down Whiplash. Like, even Justin Hammer. I mean, for what it's worth, he's just Tony seems to more or less bully him. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> uh, Killian in Iron Man three. That's the biggest. Like, hey. I have an idea. Let's stand up the cripple, you know, <laughs> on the rooftop. Yeah. And I mean, Tony talks about it's like we create our own demons, but the, that's the thing that always bothered me. But he's never like, but you know, I'm kind of a dick. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and so, and obviously, you have to have your villains always have to, in their own mind, be the good guy. Really, that's you know, you have to have good motivation for them. I just, if they would focus on them a little bit more, give them a little more screen time, and not kill them. But keep, but keep Marvel, Marvel <laughs> but hero central. But I think, but yeah, I totally think that the hero, focusing on the heroes is is pretty much the right thing to do at the beginning. Yeah. But then eventually, you need, I feel like they really have to step up their game with characters that are established. Yeah. You can have plenty of infighting, you know, that's also fun. And Hulk is a great idea, if Hulk's the villain. You know, that's that's a good way to do it. But I, yeah. I need some pure villains yeah. that have depth and real connection, though, to the heroes. Loki's, everyone talks about... Frankly, I don't think Loki's that interesting. I think Tom Hiddleston is plays him really well. Yeah, yeah. But I don't actually find Loki very interesting. His characters, it's like, okay, he's a jealous... He's a jealous kid, brother. That's it. That's like his whole... Very Shakespearean. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah but that's it. There's, you know, and so I, I just, I think it should stay hero centric, but they, they have to step them up though because our, yeah. our heroes just. I, I appreciate that they do internal struggle stuff with these 
characters and their arcs, but I really want to see them come against something against them to push them. All right, so uh, since we're going long, we could talk about this for All another right. 30, 40 we minutes. We, we stuck with the main yeah. protagonist, though. We got, we got Hulk in there, Thor, Cap, Iron Man. Is there anything else you guys want to bring up before we get into movie news? I, no, I think I've said no. my piece. Good? No, so stay hero-centric, man. We like what you're doing. Um, I can't wait for phase... Or whatever the fuck they're gonna call it. I can't wait for this year, man. We got three great movies. Yeah, but we'll be back in a few weeks and we'll talk uh, MCU villains. That should be a fun episode too. So, all right, hold on to your dicks. We'll be back with movie news. We are back with movie news. How you doing, folks? Are you ready for some great movie news? Why are you asking rhetorical questions to listeners? I don't know. I don't know, man. Did you expect to hear a big, we're doing great, we're happy? I'm hey, Kyle, (laughs) I'm in tune with Videoland, all right? It's what I do. It's what I do. Those people in Helsinki are just, you know, talking uh, back to us right now. Yeah, we commune, all right? It's a a thing we do. (laughs) Helsinki, are you ready for some movie news? <laughs> the UK, they love us. Yes, we are, Brad. Uh, <laughs> Helsinki's not in the UK. It's no, but I'm saying <laughs> Helsinki and the UK. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right now, there's uh, there's uh, Helsinkians with... Um, Pretty sure that's not what they're called. Let's not go down this path again. Wait, Let's no, no, just no, go into movie I, news. With, with, with me. Me on, your, on their shirts. On their shirt. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's one guy. He's it's like probably. Not I think that Kyle Brown guy's okay. <laughs> Why are like, we doing accents again? <laughs> All right, uh, so let's get back. You know what? You know what it is though. Huh. They probably just googled Brad Hawkins and put the first face they found <laughs> on his shirt. <laughs> I bet you there's a conversation right now in Helsinki. It's like that Brad motherfucker, you know smart motherfucker. I, I am Google <laughs> again. Your accent. <laughs> That Bud Hawkins is one smart motherfucker when it comes to the goddamn movie. Quit doing Asian accents. I'm not sure what that is. That's Brad Hawkins when you Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got this guy in their shirt thinking he hosts a podcast. He's one sexy yet. motherfucker that knows a lot about fucking movies. <laughs> all right, so. Cutting in all in, that again this week, I guess. <laughs> in and hey, we're back with the news. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Movie News. <laughs> I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. <laughs> In an interview with the Toronto Sun, Chris Pratt called the original Guardians one of the big turning points in his career. He went on to talk about how Avengers Infinity War will be something different. A big disappointment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and more than just a big Hollywood tentpole film, it transcends the genre, and it's maybe this decade's movie, if not longer period of time. What do you guys think about that statement? He's saying that the Infinity movies coming up are hot shit. I'm pretty sure I'm not, he's not the only person that said that either. Um, I don't know if that's just a speaking point they want them all to say, or if they, a bunch of people are truly feeling that that have, that have been involved with this. But um, man, I I'm I'm ready for you know that story driven that movie like because Civil War was starting to get there story wise, but it also had a lot of that action, and I'm I'm okay with the action sort of dissipating and it be, mm-hmm. being mostly story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I the Civil War just showed just how well um, Marvel um, knows their characters, you know, and especially when you have the same team writing and directing uh, Infinity. War. I'm so excited because because of that. Like when you can have that big of an on, 
even just Civil War of that big of an ensemble, and all the characters are on point. No one does anything that seems out of place for them. They just know them backwards and forwards. I, I'm so pumped for Infinity War, and I feel that they know that they can't. It can't just be a big fight yeah. in space against Thanos. Like I, you know, they're gonna do something clever because they have to. And I just, I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm so fucking pumped because well, I, I mean, just have, you, I have you've so heard much... about the, the name split now right yeah yeah so we got yeah. infinity war infinity, infinity gauntlet, gauntlet so yeah i'm yeah it just doesn't matter the fact of the matter is i have so much faith in the team putting it together have you heard how much money both movies combined is is getting for their budget it's Over like a billion. yeah as i say it's like yeah. yeah so when when chris pratt says this i expect nothing less than fucking brilliance for a billion dollars, five hundred million dollars a piece, or however they're going to split that yeah. billion dollars. E- either way, one of them, if not both, are going to be the most expensive movies ever made. Yeah, when, I expect nothing less when you have god level money. You know, you yeah. better make because right now I always say like you know I, I don't like seeing movies like you know uh, the DC movies or Marvel movies when they're bringing something unexceptional to the table because you are the fucking gods, man. You are the 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 change makers okay you have so much money you can do the uh the airport scene in civil war you know it's mm-hmm. it's i need to see something new and refreshing and exciting because you got the money to make anything i can imagine come to life on the big screen it better yeah. be fucking special i just I, honestly i just hope it's i just hope it's as character driven as i want it to be I, I i want the spectacle that's something i did love about civil war and i'll admit watching civil war multiple times it drags it does it drags it a does. bit but that's why sometimes I go back and I think maybe Winter Soldier is the better. Winter Soldier, I don't little, know. Winter Soldier is a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though, honestly, I have more issues with Winter Soldier and Civil War. But logically, but either way, I just I hope that they still strike that balance and keep keep it character centric because that's that's what draws me to these movies time mm-hmm. and time again. So yeah. All right, and then um, I want to talk about uh, an interview with Val Kilmer. He was asked whether he would be willing to return to the role of Batman if it was offered to him. Ooh, real quick, who asked him that? I, <laughs> it was a, um, I think it Joel was Joel Schumacher. <laughs> I don't have the uh, the interview in front of me, but it was an interview this week. Google the Val Kilmer okay. interview, and his answer was, "I would love to." I'm sure he was. <laughs> He just wants to act. He would do a fucking Thunderheart too if you would let him. <laughs> We're doing a sequel to Willow. I'm in. <laughs> you guys ever watched Thunderheart, that fucking detective movie from like the early nineties? I was like, know. dude, we want to do a Thunderheart trilogy. I, I'm just <laughs> fuck yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. I think it's about time to continue the journey of the saint. That's all I'm saying. I want to know what happened to that guy. <laughs> How about the island of Doctor Moreau? He died. We were calling you up, dude. I was like, because. Ryan and I, we're like, we can walk out of the theater and pretty much call what each other's thinking. That's yeah. how many years we've gone to movies together. And I was like, called him up one day at my old house, and I was like, dude, you know, I just popped in the island, Dr. Moreau, and I, dude, I think there's some really unique, crazy shit going shit. on, man. I'd be fucking, I know like half the actors weren't even, like, didn't give a shit, and they, they just showed up to the set and just doing crazy shit, but that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some fucking nutty performances by Val Kilmer yeah. and by Marlon Brando. I was like, 
I actually really fucking dig this movie, dude. You gotta come over and check this out. And you came over and you're like, dude, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. You wanna know what's great? We had this same conversation like two years ago. <laughs> you watched it again. Yeah, dude. I watched it again. And that's like this movie's it's a like, piece of fucking it's shit. Like candy it's corn. Like, you forget every year whether you like it or not. <laughs> it was Do so I like candy corn? <laughs> nope. <laughs> when was the last time you watched Island of Dr. Moreau? I don't... Years. It's garbage. You I'm should, not going to watch it again. Man, no. I think you should rewatch <laughs> it, dude. There's some as, interesting not, stuff. As odd as it sounds, as dumb as it is, and maybe I'm just a, a masochist of this end, I feel like I should watch that movie every ten years. <laughs> <laughs> just to see. Because I, I feel you. There's something there. There's some great practical really, effects, too, there's man. Some, there's from, some I think, cool like Sam Winston, isn't but it? It is a... Steaming turd. It's uh, terrible. Let's not talk about Island of Doctor. Okay. Let's <laughs> not talk about that movie from the mid-90s. What about Val Kilmer? He's excited to do some Batman. Um, you know what? I, I don't hate Val Kilmer. Um, he's a little too fat to be playing Batman right say. now. Um, sorry, suit. Val. He I just got cancer actor. recently, so that fat's melting what? off. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Great. I just feel like... I don't want to be the doubter. I'm just giving the news. I'm just giving the news, guys. No, Val Kilmer should not be Batman again. Val Kilmer wasn't a good Batman to begin with. Great and now he's playing. just... Now it's just... I don't know. It'd be like Nutty Professor Batman. <laughs> I don't think I'm down with that. That's all I have for comic book news. Is there anything that you guys have for comic book news? I don't have anything comic book related. No. Okay. Let me get into a Stranger Things season two. Uh, supposedly it'll be oh. horror, horror oriented. Horror uh, oriented. It'll, it'll have horrors in it. I don't want to see kids with horrors. Oriental <laughs> horrors. It'll be more horror oriented than the first. Um, so Finn, who plays Mike um, in the TV show, said there are going to be some challenges the characters face that are real, that are disturbing. Uh, this season will be a lot more dark, a lot more horror-oriented. I think people are going to like it better than the first season. And then Galen, who played Dustin, said, I think they're all very emotionally scarred. And they feel a little bad because their best friend is back, and he's not <laughs> acting like their best friend anymore. He's changed. Are you guys happy about this? Did you guys like Stranger Things? Love Stranger Things. Spoilers, because I didn't finish it, but now oh, I know what happened. Kids, God damn it! The kids did, died. Did he? Did he? Did he jump through the the phone line? Yeah, he did went he, deep. Yeah, that's how he came back. He just jumped out of a he phone. He just got. Line. He jumped into a modem. Uh -huh. I think the last fourteen. It was like Bill and Ted. He just showed up in a fucking phone booth. <laughs> I, think, I think the last episode was called Mike Goes Deep. <laughs> okay. I, I could be wrong. You find out he was deep throat in Nixon. <laughs> so it's great. Is Winona Ryder going? Is she still alive? You'll yeah, find yeah. out eventually. No, I it's don't okay. know. You, I mean, you mean you mean the character or her personally? <laughs> I, the character, because she's been brain dead for she's quite a while. Still, yes. Did you All see right. that? Uh, that was it an Oscar? No. What was it? That yes. speech that yeah, she yeah, gave? Oh, there was Golden a, Globes. I believe. Yeah. Someone was giving a speech, and she's like looking up, like there's fucking butterflies above her head. You like know a, what? Though Disney movie. Her reactions were basically what I was feeling. Yeah. Because that dude was talking, and he was going off on whatever, and she's just like, "What? Ah, fuck it." Anyway, sorry. You, um, <laughs> you guys are both horror fans. Do you guys remember an old 80s movie called The Gate? I do not. Do you remember that? Now, I forget how it started off, but there was a bunch of kids. Um, uh, they were, I would say, 10, 11, 12. And uh, I, I, if I remember right, they played a record. 
and the record they played it backwards or something like that and, and it opened a portal to hell in their backyard and it's just this adventure with these kids dealing with these little fucking you know minions walking around really cool little 80s movie it's a, little, it's a lot of fun it's, it's cool. called The Gate uh, but when I hear this I just kind of think this old movie The Gate Wayne's a big fan of this too Wayne and I grew up watching this movie no. in, at the farmhouse yeah no really <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Wayne likes weird obscure horror movies from the 80s <laughs> yeah, you right? wouldn't have pegged him for that no but that's what I think of when they say this so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited that they're tapping into that right. horror element I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun I'm okay. really looking, when does that come out uh, is, is this the, year? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's Halloween. Halloween time. Yeah. Halloween, yeah. So I'm really excited cool. about that. That's gonna be cool. Um, something else I wanted to bring up tonight was Mike Myers still wants to do Austin Powers four. Are you guys down with that? Yeah, yeah. I like I like all the movies. I don't think they're all like masterpieces or anything, but yeah. I I enjoy all. Two's kind of shit, but Gold Member's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So do you sure. think do you think Austin Powers would make Pantheon? No. Oh. Maybe. Really? I haven't watched the, I haven't watched International Man of Mystery in a very long time. Yeah, that's that's a rough call. I don't know, but that movie was funny as fuck. Yeah. I was I was with a video lander today and he doesn't participate much in the group, but he he listens, you know, and he's very um, interested in what we have to say and he was talking about Pantheon. He's like, "You know what? He's a big fan of Vacation. He's a big fan of mm-hmm. Jerk and Caddyshack and he was like, "You guys haven't had a a comedy, and he, comedy, and he quoted right. one of us saying mm-hmm. that, you know, comedy is very subjective, even more subjective than a lot of other genres. Exactly. And he was asking, he was like, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be very interesting when one of those mm-hmm. movies go up. Mm-hmm. And uh, just seeing this today made me kind of curious if uh, even what I would say about an Austin Powers, because I think they're really deconstructing the genre. Great mm-hmm. performance by Michael Myers. Um, there's a lot of things to like about Austin Powers. It just kind of made me think. I wonder what the best Austin Powers movie is as well. Because I enjoyed all three of them. Yeah. Gold members, I remember hating, and then I watched it again, and I love it. It's, I love it it's more every time. The one, it's definitely the one that grows on you. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. I was always disappointed with two. But. Yeah. So you guys are on board then? Sure. And I think it, yeah. Michael Myers is great, man. Like, even that little bit that he was in um, Inglorious Bastards was awesome. Uh, when he played uh, in 50, was it 54? Yes. Yeah, Studio 54. Yeah, yeah Studio yeah. 54. Well, was that was a great role for him. I, I just, I'd like to see him just doing more mm-hmm. you know whether if it's yeah. comedy or serious acting yeah. i would love it i would love to see him show up in a, as a don't do the love guru again yeah, no <laughs> shit no shit and it's weird i would love to do an episode about that sometime not just the love guru but hitting the same beats because he hits the same beats as austin powers yeah. but it just but failed. It fails miserably it fails miserably i'm like how could you nail all those beats in austin powers and go he's doing the same kind of comedy and it just sucks Oh, yeah. very, I almost like tried to talk about something. Like, go back and watch Love. It can't be that bad. Maybe you just hate Austin Powers. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. I think he just misfired. He's not the only one. You look at, you know, Adam Sandler still been making the same movie for 20 years yeah. and they're not funny. And, Fra- and Netflix frankly, is paying him royally. And I just and I just watched Happy Gilmore like seven months ago or something uh-huh. like that. And fucking I, great. Or not, not, and not uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, fucking Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. And I was like, it's not, look, it doesn't hold up as well as I had mm-hmm. hoped. But I still laugh my ass off. Yeah. Or a lot of that shit. What's so. the best Adam Sandler movie? Fuck. I'm going Wedding Singer, guys. Wedding Singer, Waterboy is pretty fucking solid. Carrie Fisher was a script doctor he, he, on Wedding Singer, too. My personal yeah. favorite, and it, I mean, it's not a comedy, but it's Punch Drunk Love. I fucking love it. I Punch love that Drunk movie, Love. too. So I that's one that grows again, on you. I think that's yeah. one that grows on you. It's, my, it's probably my least favorite... Um, 
P.T. Anderson? Yeah, P.T. Anderson. Well, I don't know, man. A lot of people loved Inherit and Vice. I was not an Inherit and Vice I didn't guy. See that one. I missed that one. But you know what? All of those movies grow on you. Like, what was that one that we went to go see in Indianapolis? And we're just Fuck. like, man, we walked the out master. like the master. The master. We're like, master. we walked out like, hey, there were some things to like there, but just kind of like, uh, you know, you whatever. You couldn't get out of your fucking head. I couldn't get out of my head though. That week, I was like going back to certain shots and the, and the way that the, the characters in there. I'm like, man, I really fucking like this, you know. And that that's grown on me. So, um, yeah. Let's let's get into NASA. You guys want to talk about NASA? Sure. Let's talk about NASA. Let's talk yeah, about NASA. Because that's the next logical jump from Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> space jump. So NASA wants you to make a short using their space footage. Uh-huh. If you have a unique vision of the future, which I do. <laughs> so let's put a check mark it's all next. Let's, let's, robots in your future. Let's, <laughs> so I have a unique vision of the future. NASA wants to help you share it with the world through its Cinespace short film competition. F- listen to this next part. Filmmakers of all stripes, that's me, all stripes, are asked <laughs> to utilize NASA's incredible library of space imagery to craft imagine, uh, imaginative celebratory films up to 10 minutes long. Okay, so all types, all, all, I'm sorry, all stripes um, and a unique vision. So pitch me. A 10-minute video original. Video Land original. I um, am just going to make Galaxy uh. Quest 2. <laughs> the search for Grabthar's hammer. Because <laughs> um, Alan Rickman's dead. And, and, and now people are... Other aliens that look just like his character in that movie are, are, are trying to bring the team up to space to actually get Grabthar's hammer. I don't know. what I'm, I'm not the idea guy. I was thinking something like... A Planet of the Apes ripoff, but with dick jokes. Okay, so I was thinking like, and I have to keep this cheap. So I was thinking of things that I could do, and then just like injecting like space footage. Okay, get your dicks off me, you damn dirty so, apes! My, my first, my first scene that popped. I kid, I kid you not. I kid you not. My first scene that popped in my head was I was like, man, okay, we're. I want to go to. I need to go to like fucking Michigan City, right where there's like some dunes, and I just need to have. Ryan wandering aimlessly without a shirt on. Okay? <laughs> like it, like he just left his pod. Uh-huh. Okay? And then he you run into some fucking cavemen like in 2050, uh-huh. right? And they're all they take you into the, like the only jungle part, <laughs> all right? And they all sit down and they have a camp like this campfire scene and you still have your shirt off, all right? <laughs> Why is that this is a very important part of your story. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. I follow. Stop. Interject, sp- interject space footage. Okay. Landing on the moon. Shit like that. Okay. And then... Close up of you, but that's your shirt off. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Exactly. And okay. then you have these these people and they're they're very, very prehistoric. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they have like bone necklaces and shit. And they're trying to... Are they to- wearing shirts? Some of them. Okay. And they're trying to communicate with you, but they're they're all trying to tell you... The same dick joke, and it goes on for like three or four minutes. Oh, but, and it's, but it has to be the best dick joke you've ever heard. But okay? they can't. But they can't quite. But they don't know how to speak well yet. Yeah, exactly. But they know once they get to the punchline, it's right. fucking badass. Right. So they know the concept because dick jokes are universal. But they don't have good timeless, communicating skills. But they can't communicate. So I have. And you to, have your shirt off. Right. Well, <laughs> obviously. So. <laughs> Huh. Would you think they? I would... like that. You know what I? You know what really sets this whole thing off though, hmm. is images from space. Yeah, I think that's what really knocks it up. Yeah. There. Well, and then you're gonna have a. You have to have a crew. So I'm thinking Andrew, 
Brandon Carroll. Are you talking? You'll have his shirt off too. Whoa. But he, he fucking better. But he would want to. <laughs> he, I'm sure he, he been, wouldn't do it without. He'd doing his shit. <laughs> he'd probably want to wrestle me. And too, we need right? one more or fight me. We need one more. Need one more. Um, the leader, cousin though. Wayne. Cousin Wayne. Cousin Wayne. Cousin Wayne. Cousin Wayne. He already the takes his shirt off. Yeah. 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 And we've already had a backseat experience. Yeah. So. And, and after they tell you the dick joke and it takes five minutes and it sucks. Yeah. You put your fist in the air and you're like, God damn you! But then you end with... <laughs> the best dick joke? I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thought, pregnant I thought just like a baby. loud fart and then everyone laughs. <laughs> So farts are also Oh universal. my god! And then and then uh, gutter the humor is like I introduce. They get the concept. They can't do it, and then I do it right, and I shape civilization yeah. from that point joke. on with yeah. with a dick joke followed punctuated by a fart. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and that the, and that and sets the, the tone and the possibility of birth and the possibility of birth bringing human life into I mean, this. That's, here's the thing, though. It's just a big joke. I tell them I'm pregnant. And then I take a shit and I tell him it's my baby. <laughs> and then <laughs> they believe it. But he shits out a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you just went weird with it. Yeah. And then he puts the shirt you on. Kyle. With the rest of your crew they put in a cage. Well, yeah. In Nick Cage? And piss on him. And piss on him. <laughs> so, Kyle. With yeah. your shirts off. Do we have a chance? Yes. <laughs> and we'll, we'll do it in French with subtitles. Wee, wee, wee. Wee, 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 wee. That's all we'll yeah, say. Only say we. Just, everyone just walking around saying yes. <laughs> like a natural Frenchman. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That is our NASA short film. No. I think I can get it within eight minutes and thirty seconds. All right, that was the oh, worst movie good. news segment. I, I don't know. Well I, well, I don't know. I was, I was kind of thinking that you have. I mean, I've got footage of just space, and that's what I have to work with from NASA. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it was. I thought this just now. What if you have kind of a gravity slash 2001 situation? Okay, so you've got uh, you've got a guy and he's got there's okay, so you know they got cameras and stuff all over the the space found station footage. or whatever they're on. It's yes, more or less found footage. He's got maybe one other crew member, but here's the here's the dilemma. Okay, this guy cannot find a place where he can masturbate. Because mm. he's got another crew member, right. and he's got cameras, and people are constantly watching him because he's in fucking space. Yeah, I like this. You can't not watch a guy who's in fucking space because you got to take care of him. Yeah. So what does he do? I mean, where does he go? So he, you know, he tries to to you know do it in the thing, and he realizes I'm gonna have to go out. I'm gonna have to like fake a repair. I'm gonna have to go out and do that. So it ends up kind of like gravity, like something bad happens, and mm. he's like lost. He's like, does he whip his dick out in space? That's a, gonna be cold. No, he's a float. He can't, right? The, can't. This this is the thing is that it's, you you lost it's us. A you six, lost us there. No, no, no. Just you know, you, you, you just you know, it's you know what it's like. It's like it's too high. You no, know, it's like thank you for smoking. I just need the one line. Thank God we have these suits that protect our dicks in space. <laughs> you uh, know, okay, okay, don't I'm worry back, about. I'm it. back on. Okay, I'm back on. And it, my, my idea, though, is at the end, through all this turmoil, he, it's kind of a, a, a tragic yet fulfilling ending because he gets separated from his tube or whatever thing that keeps yeah. him connected and gives him oxygen. He's just floating in space. So here's, the, here's the thing is that he's floating in space, okay? And he's going to die because he's going to suffocate because he doesn't have air. But he's finally jacking off. So he dies like happy. Can we play 2001 music while he's drifting off? And, and that's the thing. And then you have the computer that's like, 
I wouldn't do that, Dave. <laughs> so, like, Now's not the time, Dave. That's <laughs> not appropriate, Dave. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. That's just my idea. Sick of washing is... your socks, Dave. No. And just imagine that, though. I mean, I, I don't mean to get gross here, guys, but in the end, you know, you have the credits going. You know, it's like you just kind of pant. Like, he's just out there just like... Got his dick in his hand. And oh, so floating. the credits are his his cum? That's the thing. Is that, <laughs> this, this is my whole point. Is that you you know, you know pan up and you start showing the credits and you think you see stars and you find out, no, it's just little. No, oh, can I... Can I <laughs> because, you know, they separate in space. Can I, offer, <laughs> can, can, I, can I offer something? Yes. I want the NASA people, after they watch this, I want them leaving the screening room and I want them to be asking the question. Crying. I want them can to I ask the question, did he, did he come? <laughs> Did but he? That, did he come? Okay, so that's, that's where you get the awards. Well, that's think, where it's like it becomes. Deep. It's, that, it's that wrestler ending. Like, does he die when he jumps off the top yeah. ropes? Because you're, no, jerk, you're jerking Dave it, and come. you 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 zoom in on the face, and, and his and eyes just, white. Just like, and then and the that's credits. the thing. That's the question, though. It's like, is he is he taking his last breath, or, did or he is he coming? Is he taking his? Big and you breath? don't I like know. It. I like it. Oh my god! Then you just smash cut to black, Ryan. You're changing the world. But this is the thing, though. Is that. While the credits run, you do. You start to see just little white dots. And that's the other yeah. question. Are they stars? Or is it come? Yeah. I don't know. Can we can we end with like the Superman the old and a, school and a Superman fart. score? A fart. It dun, ends with a fart. Dun, 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 dun. We gotta combine these. It ends with a it dun, ends with a fart. Dun, dun, dun. That's a, I like that. You're like, is that a death fart or is that a relaxed fart? And then and, and, and we can have an after credits stinger at the end where he does fart. Okay, like like his body, he's dead. His body finally releases gases, and that pushes him just enough to get in the atmosphere, and he can fall back to Earth have a proper burial. Hmm. Or maybe Damn. he's alive. Who fucking well, knows? That is our NASA film. So yeah. I I think yeah. we have a chance. Think, we just gotta get busy filming it. So yeah. all right, let's get Chris Pine on the horn. He, I see oh, him yeah. starring in this. And by the way, it's it's all an alien prequel. Hmm. <laughs> It could be a prequel to my movie. Or a Venom prequel. Oh, <laughs> For some reason, wants a Venom. Why can't it be both? Shit! Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so... This fucking dude yeah. is on it. Let's kick it over to Mr. Kyle Brown. All right! Hello. I got a few things over here. A, a thing I brought up a, a couple times before, actually, uh, is the WGA strike was supposed to end uh, on the 2nd if they didn't get a deal done. And it came down to the fucking wire and they actually got a deal done uh, for another three years. So we're not going to miss out on uh, some God, television. Did, I was like going to write for them. Oh, you were? You were going to uh, scam? <laughs> I, was... I, had, I, have a, I have a fucking drawer of goddamn screenplays. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even know they were near a strike. Yeah, and they all have Ryan oh. shirtless in them. Well, well. <laughs> I was looking forward to another Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the deal struck up for three years. Uh, 15% raises for people that write on TV series for uh, less than 12 episodes because uh, those people were kind of getting the shaft, not yep. getting as many episodes. And the thing that I found out, they they had no uh, paid maternity or paternity leave before now, and now they have that. So but you can't write in your fucking bed? I guess not. <laughs> no, I mean, when you're I doing, know, like, writing as a team and I understand. I'm just being a sexist ass. Yeah, you <laughs> Paternity leave as well. Yeah. So oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. You big fucking man. Yeah. You big fucking man. If I had, a, <laughs> if I had children, I'd understand. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I didn't really have much on that. I just wanted to throw that out there because that, we've been that's, talking about the last it's, couple it's, weeks. It's, it's it's massive news, even though it's it seems nice. small scale. Um, 
I think here I got uh, Catherine Bigelow's next film. Uh, Netflix's Triple Frontier is what it's called. It's a big action thriller. Um, lost two big stars and gained two big stars in the course of a couple hours. Um, it was supposed to start Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum being foes against one another, um, which sounded you know pretty cool. Two fucking kind of badass dudes uh, in, in a Catherine Bigelow, very Hurt Locker type, type of movie. Um, but they got a new script and then they both backed out within hours of each other and then they replaced them with Ben and Casey Affleck okay now is this Catherine Bigelow still directing you said Catherine Bigelow is still on board yes it's her script and it's for Netflix huh what do you you see Ben and Casey Affleck being foes against each other in a movie you think you like that Uh, I'm not Casey Affleck like I thought he was fantastic in Manchester by the Sea Mm -hmm. but I think that is his kind of movie like I, I can't take Casey Affleck like Real serious. That could change. Maybe he's gonna, you know, uh, show me a different side of him I've never seen. But I see him as the, as I don't know, doing a lot more dramas. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just depends. You don't on... see him as like an action heavy. No, guy. I, I no. don't. Do you? I I don't. Not so yeah, much. I mean, even Ben Affleck, even though he's Batman, like he's not an actiony Batman to me. So I don't. I mean, definitely, you're definitely taking a partner from Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum, oh, at no. least as far as the physicality goes. But I mean, yeah. star power wise, they definitely filled mm-hmm. those roles. Man, I, yeah, for sure. But I think even Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum was probably a better sell for most of America, I would think. Sure. I love Tom Hardy. I'll go see anything with Tom Tom Hardy. Channing, Channing Tatum has been surprising me lately. Like I would say I'm, I'm more of a fan than not of Chan, uh, Channing Tatum, but uh, Tom Hardy is someone I'm always looking forward to ever since I watched fucking Bronson back in the day, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that guy's got some... That guy can act his ass off. Yeah, he can. So, yeah, what do you... What do, you do you buy him as yeah. a... Yeah. Badass motherfucker? Yeah, I don't know. I I like Casey Affleck. I like I like the stuff that he does. Yeah, he has to have you a know? beard. Yeah, I, it helps. It would help <laughs> help sell a beard, and I don't know. I don't even know if taking a shirt off would help. <laughs> but I, I I don't know. We'll would you rather see, see Casey Affleck floating in space, worrying about where he can jerk off? Yeah, yeah. That seems like more his. More his thing. See, I like I like Ben Affleck really a lot. Sad about it. I like Ben Affleck a lot, but uh, man, his last like I didn't watch his last movie, <laughs> but his last movie didn't do worse shit. It'll live by night. Yeah, live by night. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that it is a mess. I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. But even the the accountant I heard was just okay. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't know. Uh, we'll see how this turns out. But Catherine Bigelow's Catherine a fucking Bigelow. great She's director, and her new beast. movie Detroit. Have you watched yeah, the trailer? Looks, yeah, it looks cool as shit. Looks solid, man. Incredible. Not very cool. Good. It looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, those I black people got shot. That oh my god, dude, it looks cool. so awesome. <laughs> yeah, watch the trailer for Detroit. It comes out uh, this fall, I believe. It yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. It's gonna be. Looks an like award it has a lot contender. of energy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but kind of sticking with Casey Affleck here, we got uh, Manchester you, by the Sea too. Hear that? Uh, it's about Manchester by the Sea, but. Everyone that lives in the towns that was filmed in is no. getting Amazon Prime for free. Yeah. Which is kind of a, like a weird thing wow. to be given people. But like, wow. if you could choose any movie that came out last year, say they filmed it in Lafayette, uh, yeah. no matter what the movie is, and you got something free from that movie, what movie would you want to get free shit from? Because me, I want a hand job on a beach by Moonlight. Yeah. Everyone in town gets a hand job on the beach. <laughs> I like that. Yeah? That's I would funny. go with that one. Yeah, <laughs> hand job on the beach. Yeah. Okay, not by a dude. By the no, that's what it is. Well, like, no, that you don't get to choose. Well, then, then I choose to, to not go with that one. You were, just, you were just lined up, and you go right after you know Seth goes. Yeah. What, what would you get for La La Land? Oh, La La Land, uh, traffic jam musical. 
Um, mm. No, everyone. Uh, Lose your car. Everyone. Couldn't find your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to walk around town with Ryan Gosling. You have to walk around with your car. <laughs> For the entire year. They have to repark your car and you and Ryan Gosling would have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I'll take the hand job. <laughs> no, but I will say, like, Ryan Gosling is a dreamy man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe I can talk him into a blowjob. Uh, blow <laughs> handjob, maybe you can both. <laughs> maybe I can talk. Him, yeah, maybe I can talk for Ryan Gosling to give me a handjob in the park. <laughs> you know, dude, looking for this car is fucking boring. Like, can we just sit on this why, bench why and you give this, me a blowjob? <laughs> I got my phone. Let's watch Amazon Prime. <laughs> give me a blowjob. Handjob. <laughs> this Casey Affleck is great. Give me a blowjob. <laughs> this gangster watches. <laughs> Uh, anyway. All right, another thing. We, uh, we touched on it a little bit earlier, uh, but The Fate of the Furious topped a billion dollars and it's only been out for three weeks. Wow. Um, it made $500 million its opening weekend worldwide. Holy It made shit. half a billion dollars in its first fucking weekend. Um, it's it's the most profitable movie uh, weekend any film has ever had in history. Just to put that in perspective, Rogue One, which came out around Christmas, Jeez. is still in a couple of theaters, just past the billion, billion dollar mark worldwide. And it's been out for four months. It, Fate of Furious did it in four, three fucking weeks. Kyle, yeah, that's goddamn crazy. That's Isn't that crazy? That's that's the power of family. Yeah, and it's not that great. Like I, we, we talked about it last week. Did you ever get to go watch it yet? I have not watched. I it. I watched it, and it's exactly if you like. I said if you like Fast and the Furious, you'll like this one. It's that same formula. I said it is a great Saturday movie. It's a great weekend movie. Take your friends. But after that, I could give two shits and a fuck about Fast and the Furious. You know, it's just not—it's not made for me. I just, yeah, I can't, I can't, I don't understand. I don't understand the appeal because the the thing is, the action I'm sure is great. I'm sure the stunt stuff is fun and over the top, and you know that shit looks looks great. But I feel like there are so many people that just. They're like, I love these characters and the dynamics. These characters, and the they don't say dynamics. It's not that people say dynamics. It's like, <laughs> I love the family shit. I love this fucking I love shit. This fucking shit. It's like, oh my god, look at Vin Diesel did that. Oh my god. I Do just, you know what? I, Seth, I just, <laughs> Seth cracked it. I'm gonna go see it because The Rock grabbed a missile. And he threw it in a car. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That, that, how, what doesn't sound great no, about look, that? That though. sounds great. I just, I just, I, I don't know. I can't. Because this, it, it's a, it's such a fucking over the top melodrama. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I just, it's just sad to me that I, I feel like some people don't. It's like they're missing a joke. It's like it's tongue in cheek, and they just don't see it. Well, maybe they're like no, it's really, guys, it's really serious. I think maybe I'm just like, getting old because I hear someone say the Rock is gonna grab a missile and he's gonna throw it in a car. You slide down the ice, you're gonna point it, and you're gonna throw it. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I've seen Rambo play fucking chicken in a fucking helicopter with a goddamn tank in Rambo 3, so suck my dick. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Fast and the Furious is not. All power. I mean, they they definitely hit their foreign market a lot better than than other movies. I mean, in China, they fucking eat that shit up, and yeah, that's yeah. that's a big money making market there. That's why like Transformer movies keep getting made. Like they they're not getting watched as much here, but they're still making hundreds of millions of dollars overseas. That's why there's so. gonna be a Warcraft sequel? Yeah. Oh my exactly. god, dude, that was so shitty. As long, if it stays in China, I'm all about it. That's fine. Did you watch Warcraft? I did not. That's your Ooh. boy too. I, I have no interest in it. You did that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Duncan Jones. What's the, when's season? Is this a movie come out this year? 
Fuck final. I really like Moon. It's a sequel to the sequel yeah, to Moon. Moon's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Moon's a really good movie. I'm really looking forward to that sequel. Um, I forget what it's called, but anyway. All right. Uh, next thing I got. It won't uh, make a billion do- dollars. It won't make a billion bucks, it Kyle. Probably will not. You know, no. you know they're set in the same universe, right? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, Fast and the Furious and Moon. No, no, no. Warcraft, <laughs> yeah. Warcraft and Moon. <laughs> oh, great! Just say it. Uh, is that real? I hope not. No, no he's Jesus. Fuck, Jesus Christ, Brad. Well, dude, I don't know. Dude, they let him make that fucking movie Blizzard did. They probably just let him do whatever. Okay, if you let me make this movie, then they have to be a part of this, my movie universe. And they're like, okay, fuck, do what you want with me. <laughs> okay, fuck, do what you want. <laughs> because we, watched the, we looked at the storyboards and you ruined Warcraft. If you look up so. in the sky in the fifth scene of the third act, <laughs> you'll see a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> Synergy. Synergy. All right. Um, so Neil Blomkamp has been working on an Alien Five script for a while now. Um, I believe we talked about it on, on the podcast here before. Um, but Ridley Scott came out this week saying, "Yeah, that's not going to ever fucking happen." Uh, Scott said, uh, "I think uh, Blomkamp's film will never see the light." There was never a scenario. It was just an idea that evolved to a pitch of about 10 pages. I had to participate as a producer, but it didn't go any further because 20th Century Fox just didn't want to make it with me doing Prometheus and working on Covenant. But at the same time, last year, Sigourney Weaver was at uh, Comic-Con International talking, and she she said not only was it not uh, just a 10-page outline, but he had a full fucking script for this movie, and she was absolutely in love with it. Uh, For those that don't know, like uh, his movie was going to... like. Uh, go back and basically say that Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection didn't fucking exist and we were going to get Weaver and uh, Michael Bean back uh, and it was going to be like a direct sequel to Aliens. Yeah, which I was um, I was on board with. I liked that idea. Um, I like Neil Blomkamp. I think his movies have deteriorated. I think I love District 9. Elysium takes some shit, but I actually like it, but not as good as District 9. Mm-hmm. Chappie was a piece He's of got shit. got a Chappie tattoo Chappie on was shoulder. a piece of shit. I've been supporting a Halo movie since back in the no. day before You know, uh, District mm-hmm. 9. I'm still supporting a Halo movie by Neil Blomkamp. I think that's his movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, he needs to direct a, a video game movie. Yeah, he but does. you know what? I think Neil Blomkamp has a good fucking eye. He just needs to, to jump out of his wheelhouse, and I think he needs yeah. a property. He needs a writing partner. He, he That's does. All he needs. He, he needs does. somebody. He needs. He needs to direct somebody else's work and have somebody. Yeah, next to him. But he has a fucking eye. Like I think he could be uh, this generation's science fiction director that goes into the you know like you know Ridley Scott was back in the day, James mm-hmm. Cameron. I think Neil Blomkamp's that guy. He just needs. Yeah, he needs a writing partner because he has that eye. Like. The things he's doing on screen with robotics and things like this, things I've never seen before, man. You look at his uh, short films. Anyway, with Alien, I uh, I was really supporting that. Like, I, I love Michael Bean. Fuck yeah, bring him back. Um, I think one of the big fuck you to and, and fuck yous in cinema is killing uh, Bean and killing Newt mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of fucking Alien mm-hmm. 3. That just sucked. In Alien 3, I don't hate it, don't love it. It's, it's If I'm watching, if I'm marathoning, mm-hmm. I'll watch Alien 3. I, I, I like it. One of my favorite scenes of all time is when, when Sigourney Weaver, uh, she's like all pinned up against the wall and that alien's like right next to her mm-hmm. face and she, it's, it's that scene like, from Alien 3. Ah. Yeah, I love that scene. So, but yeah, um, I think the, the what happened here, I almost bet you, fuck, I'll bet you the house, dude, that um, Ridley Scott just recently said that he's like, man, I, w- I will do fucking alien movies until the day I die. Like, I got, 
Um, fucking idea for three more Alien movies. That's what killed it. You yep. know, um, yep. if Ridley Scott wants to do Alien movies, Alien Covenant is tracking pretty well. I've heard good buzz about it. Prometheus sucked, but if he has an idea for this franchise to continue, I guarantee, especially Ridley Scott's one of the guys. He's mm-hmm. he's a studio guy, man, and I guarantee you that they're like, okay, we're going with Scott. I mean, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious that he, he's talking out his ass because multiple people have seen a full script for Alien 5 that Blomkamp wrote. So it, it was, there's no, it's not just a 10 page outline. I guarantee like when he went there and he was like, hey, I, you know, I love Alien Covenant here and I've got an idea for three more. I guarantee the fucking studio ears perked up like, ooh, you got a plan yeah. for a fucking billion dollar franchise? Okay. Yeah, yeah and I, I, and the thing is, he, he, I think he is talking a little bit out of his ass, but he may not be because he, here's the thing, I, I read, I read this uh, today, and then some people were commenting, like, you know, he just, he didn't like it, and he didn't give a shit, and he, like, shot it down or something. No, I just, he's just, he's like, I was just going to produce anyway, and I just don't think he gave a shit. Mm -hmm. He's like, whatever, because I'm busy digging into my alien shit. So, he may have not even known there was a script. He's like, whatever, I don't care, I'm an executive fucking producer, I just throw it some money and make some residuals. And you can't have both. You can't have his Alien Covenant and you and can't have Alien his... Alien 5, yeah. Yeah, Alien 5. Fuck but, me. but they're playing off different... They're playing off different ends of the timeline, so you, they're not affecting but each other in any still way. Yeah, but it, yeah, I would, exactly. as, as a studio, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I, it makes sense to me, but they're not Marvel. They're not Star Wars. You can only have one Alien movie in a year, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they could pull it off, but it's confusing. It's confusing well, to, to the masses. Because, look, people don't even... What they're going to... What'll happen is Scott will release Alien, whatever the fuck he's going to call it, his next prequel, and then Alien 5 will come out. Yeah, and everyone exactly. will assume that it's just the next movie. And yeah. it won't connect, and they'll go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So people won't follow that shit. They just, you know, the next Alien movie is the next Alien movie, yep. unless, yeah. So... I, I agree. I think Fox made the right call, but it is a bummer. Yep. Sure. Um, so another script that's kind of uh, was brought to light is floating around out there is Seth Rogen and the Lonely Island are teaming up to do a movie about a music festival that's gone awry. And this only came to light because there was a real life music festival called the Fire Festival uh, that has uh, hit the news of being one of the biggest fucking just disasters of all time. Um, so the Fire Festival was like planned over like two weekends. It ran by Ja Rule. On this fucking private island that Pablo Escobar used to own. Uh, and it was supposed to be this, like, lavish festival that was, like, mostly meant for, like, rich people to go to. Um, with the Ticket prices yeah. were over $10,000 a person. 1000 to 10000 I think. Yeah, was. and uh, so, I mean, the festival kind of made headlines. Uh, the accommodations were shit. Like, food, like, there was a picture of someone, like, the food they had was just, like, two pieces of bread and, and like, cheese, cheese on it. Damn. And, like, it wasn't even together properly. And they paid $10,000 for shit like this. And so they kind of both took to Twitter being like, hey, Fire Festival, you're like fucking up our movie here that we were writing, you know, about a failed music festival before you decided to fuck it up. <laughs> um, but I that that sounds like a great combination to make a movie like that. Uh, you get the that, you know, comedy style that Seth Rogen can, can write and you're mixing it with the music stylings of the Lonely Island for a yeah. music festival. That sounds like fucking gangbusters. Yeah, I thought, and I thought Popstar was very underrated last year. Right. You know, it almost made my 10, like my number 10. Um, yeah, Popstar was underrated. I love um, I love Lonely Island. Yeah. Yeah, I think it could be yeah. really interesting. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm all about it. Let's, what the fuck? Go ahead. 
Yeah, I Popstar was okay. I, yeah. I yeah, Popstar was all right, but Hot uh, Rod's one of my favorite movies of all time. I have to it, see it. I fucking I have love to Hot see Rod. It. Fuck. I I, I saw it in theaters and was just like crying, <laughs> laughing when I was in the theater watching it. But no, I think it's I think it's a really good pairing. You know, they if, as long as they can all play to their strengths, then sure, I'm a, I'm down for it. All right, um, Jordan Peele is finally signed with a studio because every fucking studio in the world is trying to sign him to some sort yeah. of fucking deal. Because this gets scary. I'm not sure that because it is what he did with I guess, Get Out was masterful. I yeah. mean, as far as making money and and yep. critical acclaim and everything, um, but he he signed an exclusive two year deal with Universal, and he's going to make his next movie in his line of socially aware horror-ish kind of movies and it's going to be exclusive to them but he's still uh, working with Blumhouse to possibly do more stuff with them so yeah. so is his next movie going to be an original because they're, they're, remember like, it, they're talking to him totally about doing a movie yeah it is totally original um, but his two year deal with Universal also said includes at, at least one to two more projects of their choosing that they would like him to do I'd be curious if Universal owns Akira or the rights know. to doing Akira stateside because I think that's just a... Like, he could pull it off. Akira, you looked at Ghost in the Shell this year. That was a fucking hot mess. And uh, I want to see Jordan Pill doing, you know, like, spiritual sequels to Get Out. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he needs to be doing. And uh, I hope that they can keep him away. Like, I hope he's not going to be thrown into the Mummy 2 sequel, <laughs> you know, or fucking I, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He, keep him that, away I from mean, that that's, that's probably That'll a good him. likelihood for a movie. I mean... It, Universal saying, hey, you're going to do at least one or two of our projects. That's their big thing that they're doing now is trying to make their little fucking world go. Yeah. He's probably going to be directing and one of And then he's going to be pushing for uh, Blackula. And Why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Pushing from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Uh, but, and they also announced that like the, the, the budget they are giving him is five times ten what bucks. he got. <laughs> five times what he got to make Get you Out. You think you're hot shit? Here's ten bucks. <laughs> let's, see what, let's see what you got, kid. <laughs> Press the pants off of us. <laughs> Alright, the last little thing I got here is... Um, so the house from a Christmas story. We're all aware of what a Christmas story is in that house. Um, does this story end with a, Does this news end with a blowjob? It does. Yes. <laughs> um, but they started taking reservations to stay in the actual house. Uh, you can book a room for up to five hundred dollars a night in the spring to fall, or if it's uh, around Christmas time, two thousand dollars. Um, and you can get a blowjob in this house if you want. <laughs> See, it ends with a blowjob. Nice. Um, but what if, like, if there's any like a movie house or hotel or something, is that the house you want to spend like a two thousand dollars on staying at? Yeah. What house would you want to stay at? I, I was sure. just talking to you about this, not about that exactly, right? but I was. Uh, I have my little bucket list of things, places I want to go. I've been to the Monroeville Mall. I actually watched Dawn of the Dead inside the Monroeville Mall. Um, I want to go to um, Evan City, so I can go to Night of Living Dead Cemetery. Um, and then there's uh, somewhere else I want to go. But um, I want to go to the Overlook Hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Colorado or something. I don't know, wherever yeah. that's at. But I want to go to the fucking Overlook. I could give two shits about the fucking Christmas Story house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, but, like, that house offers nothing yeah. for me to, like, want to stay yeah. in it for the yeah. fucking night. I don't know. Um, I can get a blowjob for less than $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather stay the night with Jordan Pill than fucking stay in that house. <laughs> 
Okay. I'd rather, I'd rather stay all night with fucking uh, Ryan Gosling. Than, yeah, that sounds great. Again, lovely evening. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Gosling and Jordan Peele. Yeah, so get, all get sleep, hand jobs from both of them on a beach. Oh, no, no, no. We just sleep together. It's, you know, it's, not, just, it's not sex. It's not sexual. Yeah. just sleep. It's emotional. It's emotional. <laughs> that's, that's what I've got. And hey, I, Ryan, I won the, Ryan Gosling, I won the contest. Um, so it says here that you're going to suck my cock on your bed. Am I at the right place? <laughs> Some weird fan. <laughs> no, that sounds like a totally normal person who doesn't even know uh, who Brian Gosling is. Sounds like a Wesley fan. Snipes De Niro movie. <laughs> the fan. Oh, the fan. But with, with <laughs> my... Me a second. I'm sorry. With, took me a second. With, my, little, a second with, as well. with my little flourishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Brad, yeah. Yeah. If I wrote the script to the fan. The fan. It would just be Wesley Snipes bugging Robert De Niro for a (laughs) blowjob. And it would be a better movie. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you know what? You speak the truth. The fan job. All right, that's that's all you got? That's all I got. Are we going to hit some trailers? Yeah, let's do some trailer talk. Um, Let's try to... We have a couple trailers, so let's go through this as fast as we can. The first trailer goes well with our hero conversation. Uh, what did you guys think about the Defenders trailer, Kyle? Fuck, I I enjoyed the shit out of that. I I think it does a good job of showing where the characters are going to kind of blend together. Uh, I had a, 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 the issue I was seeing Electra. She's going to be uh, apparently a big part of it, which I fucking hate. Does she die or something? Because I'm missing two episodes of Daredevil. They pull season. Oh, shit. Yeah, and that commercial. They, it off. I know. I haven't given you. I just kind of lost yeah. interest. In I the commercial, they, they, pull her out of, they pull her out of the tomb that she gets you know sealed in. Um, so I, I don't want to fucking see Elector. That part's going to bother the shit out of me, but Sigourney Weaver looks pretty interesting and cool. Uh, I like that fucking hallway fight scene where they're all, like, like switching, like, who's in the lead doing what. It's fucking cool. Another um, hallway fight scene for a Netflix yeah, uh, Marvel. Yep. <laughs> and I just, I love, like, when someone, uh, the voiceover just describing, like, you got a devil of Hell's Kitchen, you got a smart-ass detective, you got an indestructible man and a man with a glowing fist. That like, punch yeah. was tight too when that he punched, punch. uh, punches. Iron Fist punches Luke Cage. Oh, yeah, that was pretty He's bad. like on the Iron Fist. And I love And I love the Nirvana underscore was pretty fucking great to, to do the, the uh, trailer in. What do you think, Ryan? I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually pretty excited. Yeah, Electra notwithstanding. Yeah. I, ugh. yeah. Jesus she, Christ. That's what turned me off on um, Daredevil Season 2. I just didn't give yeah. Without her in season two, season two would have been fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. I still I, prefer Daredevil season one over two. I think. Yeah, I think so too. But either way, uh, yeah, I like, I liked it. I still, <laughs> Danny Rand's like, I'm the invincible Iron Fist. I still want to smack him in the fucking face. Yeah, I yeah. hate that motherfucker. But but I'm really looking forward to him just being Iron Fist yeah. doing. So I'm, I'm I'll get over it. Um, Jessica, I'm never. I, Jessica Jones just isn't interesting to me. And I love, I love that they at least mentioned her at the end. They're all sitting around the table, and he's like, it's "Like we're a great team." And she's like, "What? No, we're not." He's like, "What are you talking about? We got it, uh, a blind ninja. Uh, what do you say? A blind ninja, a, a you know, bulletproof, whatever you are." <laughs> I'm like, "Exactly. What the yeah. fuck is she? Besides an asshole." <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I think it's cool. I, I'm I'm really excited for it actually. It looks like they connect the characters well. I mean, you got Claire introducing Luke and and Iron yeah. Fist. That's yeah. the most natural way to kind of have them join yeah. together. Um, and then you get like Jessica Jones gets in some fucked up trouble, and you know Daredevil shows up to be her lawyer. Yeah. It just, which sucks. Was cool, I'm just yeah. I'm just so 
I'm just so bummed with these shows, though, because I with Danny Rand notwithstanding, again, his character arc is pretty much done, so now I'm probably okay with him. But I I hate half of the supporting players. I hate fucking Misty Knight. I hate her with everything I have. I hate her so much. And she's in there with Jessica Jones being a shitty cop like she is. <laughs> And I'm just, I know I have to sit through that shit. I have to sit through Electra. Yeah. I have to sit through fucking Stick. I have to shit, you know, shit. There we go. I have yeah. to shit through Misty Knight. And I'm just, that's what sucks. Is I yeah. think these leads are good. And I think now yeah. they have a great, you know, group that they can mess with. And it's going to be cool. And Sigourney Weaver, I'm sure, is going to be great. But I, I don't know. But I'm still really excited because when when this shit is on it's on yeah and i really enjoy it so we'll see hopefully you take those like like each season has had at least a half season's worth of this year's like i don't fucking care and like hopefully yeah. that can go away with lessening everyone's and roles when you yeah when you have a real ensemble and only eight episodes yeah hopefully this become i hope this just becomes the template where they go man this defender shit worked even better than our other stuff let's do this yeah we'll see yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. You know, it's it's, it's the team up. That we've been waiting for, what, uh, five seasons? I mean, five, what, TV shows? Daredevil 1, Daredevil 2, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. Yeah, the only bad thing is I'm less enthusiastic because of the last part of Luke, Luke Cage, Cage sucking. Um, Iron Fist, I, I didn't hate. You know, I, the I second half it. got better. What, yeah, for, I think it started. I think it, no, on oh, Iron, like, Iron, Iron Fist. <laughs> Iron Fist started slow and picked. Yeah, up. like I, I like Iron Fist enough. I, I, I gave it like a three, three point five of the, of the yeah. whole you know season. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for this team up stuff, man. Something I'm excited about though is this is um, only eight episodes. Yeah. Is what I've heard. That's yep. tight, and I think that's the the, the gold standard right there, yep. eight to ten. And uh, so I hopefully we yeah. we don't get a lot of dumb shit. It's it's right to it's gonna cut right to the chase. Yep. Um, last time we saw Danny Rand, you know, he was around some fucking uh, dead monks with his dick in the snow. So I'm kind of <laughs> curious how they're gonna get him from point A to point B. Um, Sigourney Weaver is cool to see her. You know, she's um she's got she's got geek cred. You know, yeah. she's fucking mm-hmm. Ripley. You know, um, I think she's gonna be just just fun in this. You know, it's gonna be cool to see her in a in a in, a, in the Marvel. You know the Netflix shows. I'm I'm cool with that, um, but yeah, and hopefully this will lead into a what I'm hoping for. Again, I'm betting on the future being team up. You know stuff. I want a Heroes for Hire, and it looks like Luke Cage and uh, Danny Ranhair is going to have some pretty good chemistry. So, and it, you got to love the hallway fight scene. You know, yeah, wasn't yeah, expecting that. that. <laughs> this one was fun, and I, and I I love fucking Daredevil's line though when Jessica Jones he has her scarf on his face uh-huh. like season one. Which I love, by the way. I don't know why, but I love yeah. it when he just got the thing over his face. Yeah. But less and, en- less enthusiastic. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'll Dude, watch it right when it releases. Three, four days. The line though, now. I love uh, the fucking line. She's like, "You look like you look like an idiot." He's like, "It's your scarf." Your scarf. I yeah. love that. I was like that's because <laughs> I, I for me, Matt Murdock is still the probably the most interesting. Yeah. Character. Yeah. He's the yeah. most. Yeah. You know, Luke Cage is probably second. Yeah, I love Luke Cage. Luke Cage he's is my, great. Yeah, Mike Coltier, 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 is that Coltier? Yeah, I yeah. love. Coltier. I think he's Coltier. my favorite actor out of these out of, out of the Defenders. You know, I can't wait to see what he brings uh, to the Defenders. But yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. The only other thing I'm not looking forward to is that I, <laughs> the series, an Iron Fist backed off on this to me, thank God. But I, I just feel like they, they're just like, hey, we need to have something ultra violent, and then we need to have a lot of sex. Like it's and it's like obligatory. Yeah. Some of it, some of it made sense and was really story driven, 
And like like Jessica Jones though, it's like, hey, we just guys, we have to have a guy going down on a woman. Right. It just yeah. has to happen. It really, I mean, it doesn't really do much, but we just have to have this. Or you know, it's like, no, we have to have them. Somebody like like what the one episode in Iron Fist where what's his name? The guy keeps coming back to life. Mm. He just like goes off and does some. I forget what he does, but it's like really, really violent in the middle of a show that's not really yeah. that violent. And so I'm just waiting for Defenders to just be like, you know, five episodes in and everything's great and Sigourney Weaver's like, fucking eat me out, you know? Yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's a lot of sex going on in the Defenders, in that universe. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I can't wait to see who's going to dick Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. I can't wait to see an iron fisting. <laughs> it's like they're glowing on the inside. How is this possible? <laughs> All right, let's get into um, I Don't Kill With My Gun, I Kill With My Heart. Okay, Uh. the Dark Tower trailer hit. (laughs) And let me share my thoughts by this this random blogger, okay? So I was telling a friend yesterday, this is a quote, I was telling a friend yesterday that this Dark Tower movie is shaping up to be um, the Masters of the Universe movie of the 2000s. Um, Apparently, it takes place after the beloved series it's adapting set mostly on Earth, despite the source material being set mainly in a fantasy world. And a half-assed, somewhat cheesy take that will disappoint established fans and fail to interest newcomers. And I've heard this a lot, um, uh, where people you know, were getting you know, uh, leaked scripts, and uh, people were like, oh, this isn't following the book per se. And I watched this trailer, and I don't know much about Dark Tower, okay? I've been screaming Stephen King resurgence. And that's cool. This year we get, you know, Stranger Things is, is very reminiscent mm-hmm. of King. It's mm-hmm. inspired by, we get It this year. We get a Miss TV show. I think there's something else. But then we get Dark Tower. And so I'm getting my resurgence. But I can I was actually really looking forward to this trailer. Um, I remember picking up the book. I'll go back to this quote in a second. But I remember picking up the first couple books when, when I was a younger kid. Because the Dark Tower sounds badass, you know. And... I never got to read them. It's just something I shelved, you know. It just I couldn't get into it. But it sounds cool. It sounds cool. But I was not blown away by this trailer. I thought this looked like shit. And it says right here, you know, this guy was like, you know, disappoint established fans, which I bet it will, and fail to interest newcomers. Um, this trailer should get me excited. I was not excited. What do you think, Kyle? Those are some cool visuals in it. Um, I think Idris Elba looks pretty fucking cool. I love that belt of just the fucking clips, uh, the fucking, like, spinning hammers for his, his gun. Um, I think there looks like there's gonna be some cool, you know, gun shots and shit. Very John Wicky, very cool shit with that. Um, it, you, we didn't really see shit of Matthew McConaughey in it. That kid looks like he's going to be really fucking annoying. <laughs> I think Matthew McConaughey is going to get annoying. Just so? playing his Matthew McConaughey, I'm a bad guy, all Satan, right, right, worse right. than Satan. I'm, he's worse than Satan in this. <laughs> he, he put Satan to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on it, but I'm still hyped on the idea of a, a shared universe uh, with, with all these like King stuff no. coming out. So, I you know, I think I'll watch it. Um, I will go in with low expectations and hope that it, it surpasses them. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was kind of mixed on it. Um, same thing. There's some visuals that that kind of struck me as you know, okay, right, that can be kind of cool. And the general idea, I'm fine with. I mean, it's honestly, it sounds kind of generic to me. But 
you know, I, I know it's a big book series. I know a lot of people love it. I've heard The Dark Tower just off and on throughout, like, my whole fucking life. But, uh, I don't know. There's, it just, it just feels, for, for every kind of cool thing that I saw, I just saw a lot of just shit that I see in just any fantasy movie that I would expect to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, it's an alternate world. Okay, well, what's this alternate world like? Ah, it's like a dust planet. The dust planet with a big tower. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. That's I'm like, I don't know what else is going on. And then I don't know this whole like, I got a pack of bullets and I just throw them in the air and I take my gun and I go <laughs> and I can <laughs> capture them in my thing. I'm like, come on. I, I mean, maybe that's a thing. I mean, there's context for that. I don't know, but I'm just not. I'm not interested. This thing completely failed to grab my attention and make me want yeah, more. That's what so I, I need to see another trailer. Before I even decide, honestly, if I want to go watch it. Do you it. think this will fail at the box office, or do you think? And do you think it'll be a flop this year? Mm, I think it will. I think it'll. I think it. I think it will fail, but I think it'll have a. I think it'll have a decent. I think it'll do. It'll do well enough to get a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'm I think it'll curious. be. A, I think it'll be a mild. Do you hit. think it will make more money than this? I because I think I think it broke the internet, man. Kill it. I think it's gonna have one of the biggest Octobers. Yeah, ever. And it didn't cost. You know. It, it, Nearly as much as the fucking Dark Tower did. Hmm. Yeah, because I was totally not excited for it until that first yeah, trailer. Then I was like, "Oh fuck, I really want to see yeah, that now." I let me put it this way: I think, I think Dark Tower will make will have more gross, but I think it will make more profit. I think it will make the studio more money. I'm gonna be. I, I'm gonna say know. it's gonna make. So. I'm gonna say it's gonna make more money. Well, no, I'm saying. Saying. I'm saying it. Oh, yeah, I, well, gonna, I, oh I, gotcha, I, gotcha. I think it's going to do both. And, yeah, I think yeah. it's going to do both, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that big. You're, you're doing a horror movie in October. It's an already known property, and it's That's true. It's getting you know reviews from people that have seen it, haven't liked it, and the, the trailer people are Unless some know. gangbusters it, come back, reviews on Dark Tower, man. There, like, there's one thing, though, that I, I, I think is true, though, is that, like, I, I don't know, like, if Bloody Disgusting or... Fangoria or whatever yeah. says it's awesome. Great people. But yeah. the, here's the thing: it does. It just horror movies that that not. I mean, a lot of horror movies make their money back and are actually really profitable. Right. But to have a hit, a real hit, you've you've it's got to be a sleeper. Like yeah. there's no horror movies that come out and it's like the general population's like fuck yeah. It's those weird ones, Blair Witch and you know the other ones where it's like people really. I don't know that it. I don't know. I don't know this. Guy. We already talked about Get Out. Get Out, fucking made off like a bandit. That's true, but Get Out's Get and Out it will make get, more than Get Out will. Get Out, I think pull, so. But I Get Out also pulls in. I think Get Out pulls a different demographic than it does. Look, I just I don't yeah. know if Creepy Clown movie for the Joe Blow. I mean, someone may remember seeing it mm-hmm. when they were a kid, but I just think general moviegoers like. I mean, it's a Creepy Clown movie. It's just it's a creature feature. But then you watch the trailer too, and I think it, t- it taps into that that Stephen King, which inspired Stranger Things, and those people that Stranger Things is one of the biggest TV shows um, of the last couple of years. But Stranger Things is long form. Yeah, but and what I'm that's... saying is it has that same, um, I guess that that same footprint. And I think when you're watching, I think when people watch this It trailer, they're like, "This looks like Stranger Things," and you know, not Maybe. Stranger Things looks like 
like it. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, this that it's, it's the flavor of the year. That, that that may be yeah, that may be true. I don't know. I just I don't get I don't get a. But Matthew McConaughey sells tickets too, so yeah. we'll see I, what happens. I will say, oddly enough, I think the fact that it features younger kids as its leads that may be the that may be the the ticket. As odd as it sounds, because normally I would say movies with kids will yeah. fail, but that you're right. I, I didn't think about that. The Stranger yeah. Things thing, I may. And I think you might be underestimated a little it. bit, too, because, uh, like, uh, the uh, production company that I follow, um, not production company, but um, Dead Mouse, yeah, Dead Mouse yeah, Productions. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they did the Fright Night documentary, they yep. did Robocop, Leviathan. They can, mm-hmm. they can do anything they want right now, pretty much, when it comes to documentaries. You know what their next documentary is after yeah. Robodoc? Yeah. Yeah, the it documentary. Yeah. But again, it shows I mean, you, like, you're talking about the niche. And the niche is great, and they're they're you know, but they're not enough to make a hit movie. They're yeah. not enough to carry a hit. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to go back to this and see which yeah. one's right on. I this. mean, Fast and Furious Eight just made a billion dollars, Ryan. Yeah, because right. yeah. it's a known property. Dark Tower could make a billion dollars. Uh, it's too, a though. known property, but it's I don't know. I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. It's gonna be interesting. We'll see. So um, let's go through these next three as fast as we can. <laughs> very but, quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Please, very quickly. Well, because the, the reason I wanted to bring these up was because this week it felt like 1992 to me. Okay, <laughs> we received two Van Damme trailers and a Wesley Snipes trailer. Okay, so let's get into the first one. Uh, the first one is called uh kill them all <laughs> okay what did you think kyle of kill them all Kid, don't even remember which one that fucking is it's, it's one die, of, it's die one die of hard in the hospital die hard in the hospital oh the hospital one uh look like shit <laughs> pass you got nothing to say about hard it? fucking pass okay well dude like i did you listen to like the tra- like i agree i don't think it's gonna be anywhere near like his upper echelon of bandana yeah. movies but dude it cracked me up like the voice Oversounded like a fucking grindhouse movie. It, it, I swear to God, it's the guy that does the honest trailers. Yeah, YouTube channel. I swear to God, it's that guy. But he says in the trailer, he goes, um, <laughs> he says, what does he say? He goes, um, <laughs> when you can't trust anyone, kill them all. <laughs> and he says it at grindhouse. So and they say, well, I love grindhouse, man. I love grind, sure. but this movie isn't gonna be grindhouse. Oh. It's like they use the voiceover for grindhouse, and that's where they stopped. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. So, hey, on a Saturday night or guy night, I will. I love. I watch every Van Damme movie that comes mm-hmm. out. I don't think this is gonna be good. But um, it does have Peter Stormare in it, too. Peter Stormare yeah. is great, man. I love uh, Peter Stormare. And Maria Chiquita Alonso. <laughs> Yay! Bring it on all the stars. He, he doesn't get what I'm saying, dude, with the Jeff Fahey. This movie needs some Jeff Fahey, doesn't it? You want well, to put Jeff Fahey in everything. I do. Yeah. Well, I'm, J, Jeff Fahey is an automatic value add, no matter what you do. They need to add <laughs> Jeff Fahey to both these Van Damme movies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It looks like a fun late night movie. I don't even. It's not gonna be anything past that. But mm-hmm. I will say Van Damme looks healthy though in this. He looks good. Yeah. Like you remember Enemies Closer? Yeah. Oh my god, he looked like fucking a Mountie, like Bozo the Clown. It was fucking scary as shit. I'll just take some more uh, Jean Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, so will I. Yeah, that man. was oh, amazing. I get if you're if you're great. listening to this right now, you can watch Jean Claude Van Johnson. Um, Amazon for free. Amazon Amazon, Amazon. Go watch it. It is perfect. It's great. Huge smile on my face. What do you think of this? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It just it looks like I would expect from Jean Claude Van Damme's latest <laughs> it does, straight it does. to video fucking movie. I mean, <laughs> I just nothing, hope everybody has medical insurance because he's gonna kick some ass in that hospital. <laughs> it's like no, it's Jean Claude Van Damme. Like nothing changes. It only stays the same yeah. and. Whatever. Which it's, sucks because after Jean-Claude Van Johnson and after like JCVD, JCVD 
I know you would. You would hope that he'd you know try a little something, and it's fine if every three years he does something really kind of neat. Fine, but you know these are they're just what they are. They're 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 fun, stupid movies. I'll come over here on a Wednesday exactly. night and we'll fucking watch it and bitch mm-hmm. about it, and then has to be better than Kickboxer Vengeance. And oh, he has his sunglasses off in this. That's why I'm like, you yeah. tell like he has those bug eyes. You know, he's always scared, but he looks he looks pretty good in this. So <laughs> yeah, That's uh, the, next one. the second one um, actually has. JCVD and Dolph Lundgren in it. Okay, I didn't so this see is this one. So this is called Black Water. Um, what submarine? Yeah, it's all in a submarine. It's Dolph Lundgren and John Claude Van Damme. Oh fuck! I watched a different Black Water trailer about a giant <laughs> alligator. <laughs> That's probably better than this. That's I probably better than this. Yeah. But Black Water, the poster for this. Look at the poster. Okay. The post. Just look up Black Water. The, the, the Black Water poster has. Dolph Lundgren, and then in front of Dolph Lundgren is Van Damme with duct tape over his mouth. It looks like Dolph Lundgren is about ready to fucking butt rape Jean Claude Van Damme. That's just what I got out of it. Another hard pass for me. Yeah, this one, this <laughs> no one didn't look good. I love. What are you finding this movie, dude? This is the only fucking butt water I find. Look at this. <laughs> this, this is, is what I want. Right, look at uh, okay. Jean Claude well, Van Damme. I, I, I'll, I'll find. I'll find a black water. Yeah, but um, I will say this: if I would die a happy man, if I could just direct Dolph Lundgren and Van Damme movies the rest of my life, I would be complete. If they, if it's a hospital, a train, a submarine, I don't give a fuck. Okay, these guys need to make a movie every six months together until they get it fucking right. <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. Like Universal Soldier movies, yeah. I love uh, Universal Soldier one. I think Universal Soldier not two, whatever it's called. Um, the what's the what's the good Universal? Is it the Reckoning? Oh, um, what's the fuck? good? No, no, I, no, it's a really good one. It's fucking yeah, badass. It is. It's really good. Um, um, and then the last one was really weird, but it was still different. It was still, but anyway, it was I say still really like, bad. It was like, <laughs> bad. But dude, these guys need to make a movie together every six months until every six fucking every six weeks until, <laughs> six weeks, until they get. Not how long it takes to produce? Those. It does. It looks oh, like it. Shit. So you, well, yeah. Don't watch this, but you got to at least see this this poster. I saw the poster. Yeah, like I saw, Dolph yeah. Lundgren's about to manhandle Jean Claude Van Damme. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. By, by the way, you don't need to watch the trailer. It's the exact same trailer as the other Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Actually, gotcha. I disagree. Like, I think this one, the top one, actually looks like I'd watch it on a Wednesday night with some friends. Blackwater doesn't look to be fun. There's only that one line where he's like red wire, blue wire. That's how we used to do it back in the yeah. old day. Now it looks like it's more complicated than that. But it didn't look. This one didn't look any like it was good at all. What's our third one? The third 1992 movie <laughs> that is coming out is called The Recall with Wesley Snipes, which I'm a fan of Wesley Snipes, man. This guy still looks, looks good. He looks He great. looks real good, yeah. man. And he's been in jail, so we haven't seen him act in a while, so I yeah. kind of miss him. Yeah, and I liked him in Expendables 3. Not the best movie, but he looked good there, too. And let me give you the synopsis of The Recall. It's when five friends vacation at a remote lake house. They expect nothing less than a good time, unaware that planet Earth is under an alien invasion and mass abduction. What do you think of this? I uh, I mean, as far as all three went, it looks the best. Um, but it's it, still it shitty. Was fucking weird. Like I didn't <laughs> know what the tone. Like I thought this was gonna be an action movie, but it's like very like it, the trailer makes it seem like it's a horror movie, and then there's a fucking alien invasion that comes out of nowhere, and fucking Walter Junior's not eating breakfast. I don't know how that how that works. Didn't oh, that, fuck. That gas station, I didn't even notice that, dude. Yeah. You're right. Didn't the gas station and the cabin look like it, it was straight out of uh, Cabin in the Woods? It was very, I was going to say Cabin in the Woods, very like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Like It's exactly what it sets up like, except you're putting aliens in it, and then 
I guess uh, fucking Wesley Snipes is like a, a nom vet or something. <laughs> you, I have no fucking idea. You know what? what? I was him. watching this trailer and it's it, it sucked for me. But you know what? I kept on thinking. I wish I wish that this was just a cheap audition tape for a future Predator movie. How come Wesley Snipes has not been in a fucking Predator movie? I think that would be fucking badass. They had Carl Weathers. They didn't need him. Dude, I would go see a Wesley Snipes movie where he's fighting a goddamn predator, man. I think because he yeah. looks great. Wesley sure. Snipes is the best part of this goddamn movie, this whole trailer. Sure. But yeah, what do you think of this, Ryan? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't sure what the fuck to think about it. I thought I was like, oh, okay. Well, I thought Wesley Snipes was like the bad guy, and he's like stalking people, like doing yeah. vacation, and then this dude just comes out of the woods and starts fucking with him, and then there's. I don't know, it's like red jellyfish floating around all of a sudden. Yeah. And then some guy gets beamed up in... I swear to God, dude, the original Star Trek has a better beam-up effect than that <laughs> shit. That was, that was bad. But, um... Shitty name for a I don't know. I'm, 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 like, mildly interested. I'm just... I'm morbidly curious. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah. Let's play a fun game. Let's play Fuck, Mary Kill. Well, let's play uh, <laughs> Buy, Rent, Never See with these three trailers. Real quick, I just watched the... I didn't. I couldn't hear the sound, oh, but I did see. just watch the Blackwater show <laughs> while you guys were talking. About yeah, I song. saw you laughing. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I think it's the best trailer of the three. Really? Really? <laughs> With, without even any without sound. Without any sound. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why. Oh, that's good. so funny. I think it was great. Dolph Lundgren looks good, too, doesn't he? I, yeah, you know, for an old man... But yes, every, by the way, everything I saw in the trailer, Jean-Claude Van Damme looks like he's like about to come. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his eyes closed, he's like <sighs> <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Well you should see my script for uh recall part two. Does it have Ryan with a shirt on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like it. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's uh, get through this last segment faster than what we usually do. What have we been watching this week? Um, I will start off with I watched Better Call Saul. All Fucking I'm gonna, amazing. All I'm going to say, because I could spend five minutes on this. Uh, we're tight on time. On Better Call Saul is just as good um, right now as um, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad was it? Yeah, I, I, it might be better. I think it's it better than be Breaking better. Bad is what I'd have Breaking to, Bad I was I told my wife yesterday, I was like, I, it makes me want to go back and watch Breaking Bad now. You mm-hmm. know, just just to compare, I fucking love it. The performances are amazing. The, the, the tension is high. I just want it all right now. I get pissed when it's almost over. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. Not in a bad yeah. way. I'm looking at the clock like, oh, fuck. Like, there's only 20 minutes yeah, left? there's only 20 minutes left. <laughs> like, I love fuck. it. It is pure, amazing balls. I've been watching that. Um, going through my John Wayne marathon. Watched Katie Elder, Rio Bravo, and The Shooters. Those are the three I've watched. Um, I still have to watch Eldorado, Liberty Valance, and Stagecoach. I'm still waiting on my fucking Stagecoach in the mail. Order mm-hmm. that off Amazon. Still not here. But I'm, I'm looking forward to the John Wayne marathon. Having fun with that so far. And just watch Dawn of the Dead. Um, I won't give too much away on that because I'd like to drop all the reviews in. But um, that's up for Pantheon right now. Um, but watch Dawn of the Dead. So that's what I've been watching. And I'm getting really pumped and excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Comes out tomorrow. Um, I'll be watching it with uh, a buddy Marshall Wade in Philadelphia this weekend. So pretty legit. That's nice. what I've been watching. That's what I'm looking forward to. What have you been watching, Kyle? The exact same shit you've been watching. <laughs> Honestly. Better Call Saul, Dawn of the Dead. Had to watch that twice to get my review done. Um, that was that was the toughest vote for me so far. Personally. Really? Um, and then, yeah, I watched uh, Katie Elder today, The Sons of Katie Elder, and I watched uh, Rio, no, Rio Bravo, uh, El Dorado. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, El Dorado yesterday. 
Um, so trying to jam pack because that marathon's coming up on us real fucking, fucking quick next, next week. Why, yeah, because I'm gonna be gone for four, three days. Tomorrow, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. We just finished Monday. our baseball marathon. We are right back into the throws of this one, and <laughs> yeah, we gotta it's been get a rough it done. One, yeah. And th- I expected like John Wayne movies. I'm like, yeah, these are probably like hour fifteen, hour They're twenty long. minutes. Yeah, everyone's been over two hours. Yeah, I've watched so far. Sh- I'm like, what the, the fuck? The shortest one is the shootest. I think it's an hour and forty. So Jesus Christ! Yeah, I long. thought they used to make them short back <laughs> That's then. That's what I thought no. too. I'm right there with We're you. Fucking Peter Jackson, King Kong, and this shit. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan, what have you been watching? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of how far back I should go. Um, obviously, I've been watching. I watched uh, Watchmen, Dawn of the Dead, uh, for Pantheon stuff. I watched. Three Louis C.K.'s last yeah. three stand-up shows good. on Netflix. Yeah, they're all his pretty good. Really good. Yeah, his last one, the 2017, was really good. Um, watched, fuck. Uh, let's see, I watched Guardians today. I watched How to Train oh, Your wow. Dragon today for some reason. I watched <laughs> uh, I watch movies with my kids, so I watched two Diary of Obi Kid movies. I watched Dark Damn. Days and Roderick Rules. Just so Which one's know. better? Roger Rules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. Dog Days has its moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Age and, scale. It's like they're both fives. I finished. I I blazed through uh, Daredevil season two finally to get all caught up. I did oh, so you still had to catch ago. up with that as well? No, oh, yeah, I hadn't watched any of it, huh. so I finally caught up with that. And you were like. You haven't finished it yet? <laughs> <laughs> you have two episodes. Yeah. You had two episodes know, like a year. Yeah, I know. Um, and let's see. And I didn't hate Daredevil season two. It just no. I, but it didn't make me slows want down. to. Comes yeah, it slowed down. Yeah. yeah, I felt like Electra I had enough. The whole thing down. Yeah, I, I agree. But um, and boy, it's just been a lot of random shit. I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw in the theater. Um, I just watched one too. The fuck? You're gonna watch Dawn of the Dead again, right? Yeah. Okay. Watch, I have to watch He's, he hasn't myself. done his review yet, so I'm very right. anxious to read that one. So. Well, it's not the last day, so he hasn't. Exactly. I have to. I have to watch yeah. it. Ryan before. watches them early. He just doesn't write it until I the last know. fucking minute. I have to wait. And I have to wait. I have to watch it the day before it's due, and then write my review at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that's how I do it. Um, Come to yeah, lunch, Ryan. No, I gotta fucking um, write this review. And I, I got fucking. Out. I got fucking shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> The computers are all down. I, I, I can't help you. I can't, I can't help you. Prince of Egypt. <laughs> anyway, I, I think that's pretty much it. I'm just a random shit. I, it's just how I do. I pop in and I watch like 15 minutes of a movie and then I jump to something else. It's just what I am. What's, what's your comment real quick to close? What's your comment on uh, going back to Prince of Egypt? We have one person. Well, so going back to professional, okay. we had two people leave the group because professional didn't make it. Okay. And just in case there's Aww. anybody listening, because uh, we've been getting some pretty good hits on iTunes, so I don't know who's listening, if it's the people from Helsinki or if it's people within the <laughs> Please group. Please don't do the accent again. <laughs> so is it? <laughs> is it... They wanted... Uh, they left the group because professional didn't make it. Uh-huh. And then... With Prince of Egypt, we had someone say that, you know, because Prince of Egypt won the Facebook group, yeah. but got its ass kicked in the council. And someone said, um, we should replace the entire council before the next nomination comes up, okay? Because <laughs> yeah. we don't speak for the group. Yeah. Yes. And then Dawn of the Dead, I think is the highest, isn't it, right now for yeah. yes votes on... Oh, yeah. Out of yes all of them. I think it's at 26 right now for just yes. Yeah. So what's your guys' opinion on, if anybody's listening and they're like, well, I vote... For the group, 
and just your opinion on. Well, I mean, on that. as I replied to the guy on the the Prince of Egypt one, he was all pissy. The, like the group voted one way, and I was like, yeah. And half of those yes votes went up within an hour of the post being yeah, made. And I agree with that. And so I guarantee those people did not watch that fucking movie in an hour because it's longer than an hour. And I'm wondering how many of those yes votes even watched it. How many of those no votes even watched it? Yeah. And we knew going in like that was going to be an issue. People were just going to vote based off their feeling, mm-hmm. and so I, that's why I like that you added the "I haven't watched it yet" or "I need to, I watch, need to watch it again." Someone got pissed over that. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, I just we we're watching these movies, we're studying them, and we're 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 putting our best effort into it. That doesn't mean that. You know, we don't take the the polls consideration into anything, but like, I'm not watching it going, oh man, a lot of people said yes on this. I better like it, because <laughs> you know what? That's not how it fucking works. Sorry. Yeah. You know, and we're not all gonna like the same shit. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of the council members sort of representing the group doesn't mean as the whole. Yeah. It's just that we have different tastes represented. You know what I'm Even saying? Even people within the group, I mean, we, we have yeah. different opinions. It's... Exactly. And so, and I, I don't know. I'm trying to think, have we ever put up a poll for Pantheon that it hasn't been voted yes in? Velvet Goldmine. Uh, Velvet, Velvet Goldmine. No, but, and most of those people had never seen it. They had never uh, heard of it. That was part of their gripe. They were like, I've never heard of this movie, so, so it can't be is, Pantheon. This is my question. So far, every movie that we've put up on a poll said yes. that people have known or seen before overwhelmingly said yes. yes overwhelmingly so yes i guess that's that's where i would look that's the metric i look at i'm like i'm not sure that i can trust this as i mean don't get me wrong it's what the group says but yeah that, that's the whole thing about watching the movie over again there's a process here and there's there's requirements and you know that's... that that we that aren't put on the group I've, I've had my brain made up and on a vote, and then when I start writing it out, my <laughs> vote fucking changes by the time I get to the end of yeah. that fucking review. Yeah, and that's what I said to the that those people yeah. as well. I was like, hey, guys, this was my nomination, you know? Um, you just got to let it go and move on and talk about other movies. You know, I've always said that Pantheon is being built on hurt feelings. You know, there's a lot of, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of great movies that won't, will not make it, but I hope at the end of the day the movies that yeah. are in there um, are super fucking special you know yeah. because and, of that. and if you're listening and you think prince of egypt is pantheon it's fucking pantheon yes no. you can have your personal pantheon no yeah, doubt sure. no so doubt this is the this is the group pantheon and uh like i said yeah there's a there's gonna be a lot of people that's pissed but at the end of the day you know look, really look at the movie you know and i hope like there's a someone said for the recent one dawn of the dead that um they could not say yes to dawn of the dead one of the only three no mm-hmm. because of bad acting uh-huh. And I think both of us spoke to that in our reviews, uh, Kyle. I don't give mm-hmm. too much of my review away, but I said the acting is a little blue, mm-hmm. but completely acceptable for a 1978 horror exploitation film. Sure. If know? I'm watching a drama, the acting better be on fucking exactly. point. If I'm watching a horror, I don't care as much about the action, but the music better fucking impact me more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I don't know, because going off of that, there's a lot of movies from comedies to... Mm-hmm. You know, across the board, that won't make Pantheon off based off of just bad acting. I mean, you couldn't get much for you know Dawn of the Dead, one point five million dollars, nineteen seventy eight for a horror film. You know, zombie flick. You know that no one was really interested in. You know, until after the after the, the fact. So, I don't know. I can't go off that. So, there's a lot of things that you have to to read into, and we have to write five hundred fucking word reviews. You know, to break these movies down. And uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, I I still you know uh, Prince of Egypt didn't make it, but I still trust the council. You know, because I think that they uh, for the most part 
Um, people really break down the movies um, like they need to, and I'm the pantheon mm-hmm. protector. That's why I said I couldn't. I couldn't get pissed over Prince of Egypt, right? Because you know you say no to everything. I do. I do. I do. So what? Even the stuff you really, really like, you're like, yeah, no. Yeah, but you know, we've been talking pantheon since yeah. at least 2006, 2007, yeah. and we've been like that, man. Like yeah. we're. It has to be special, man. It because once it's in, I put that rule that it stays in because I, I the reason I made that rule is because I really want you to think about whether it should be there or not, you know. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's. I can't wait to have our Pantheon season two um, talk, you know, at the end of this to see what's uh, what everybody thought. But yeah, thought it was worth bringing up there as a close. Um, where can they find you, Kyle? You can find me on the Facebook group, uh, telling you to shut your fucking mouth with your opinions. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, shit. Uh, fucking movie script life everywhere else. It's like two in the morning. I feel. What is it? It's really it's like fucking one. late. One yeah. fifteen. Shit. We went really late. Yeah, it was tonight. a late night. Yeah. Just so. find me. Where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, just, uh, in general, just find, find me. On the girl. I'm on. I'm, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Adventures of Video Land. Uh, He's hanging. I'm on Instagram Girl somewhere. Tables. <laughs> and then uh, again on Snapchat somewhere. <laughs> just good luck. I'm again. I'm Ryan Smith. You'll find some version of me somewhere. <laughs> yeah, if you type it into Google, it's probably not gonna be him. But put it on a shirt anyway. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Helsinki. I'm Brad Hawkins. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. You can find me on the Facebook page. Check that out, man. That's a, that's a really cool group yeah. page. Um, the website's kind of like our, our – it's a website, but it's really it's like an archive. An archive. Yeah. It's like an archive. I love going back and looking at everything there. Um, our Instagram, and we have like a thousand, probably over a thousand pictures there. A lot of fun just looking back at all the, the crazy shit we do. We just like to have fun. Um, Twitter, we don't have too many followers on Twitter. I Fuck Twitter. Um, the Twitter gods. Yeah, hate us. Twitter gods you. hate us. Um, <laughs> Tumblr uh, is okay, but our, the conversation begins and ends on Facebook. Um, so you have been listening to criticism in its finest hour. <laughs> Good night. In its longest hour. <laughs> its longest hour. <laughs> Ryan is shirtless right now. He's That's, taking it off. Oh yeah, it's that time. <laughs> time to go jerk <laughs> off in space. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, my good people. Keep your shirts on. Keep your shirts on and your dicks out. out. (laughs) Keep your shirts on. Shirts off. Shirts on. Dick out. Shirts off. Dicks out.